Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Mage the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 16, Her Eyes Are Opened. <laughs> Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, uh, sponsored by Roll20, The Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much uh, to all our good friends out there who are supporting us, hanging out with us, and uh, just being rad people. Like, it's statistically proven. People who watch and support our show are cooler people. Like, at, talk to me. Come come by Discord. Then they to... would be otherwise. Right, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> trust me. Liking, liking a cult as anonymous does not make you cool in any fashion. Uh, but, uh, yeah, come by Discord. Eat into dot space if you don't believe me. I'll, I have all the stuff written up. I can show you. Uh, a special shout out to all our patrons uh, who support us. Um, eight, eight more years of heisting. Adele, Al, Alan Michael, Alexander, uh, Angfalith, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Buck, Chris, Daniel, Doc the Undead, Delore, Emil, Thunzosu Ali, George, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, CrazyMan1772, Melissa, Menacing the Sky, the next major point, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, uh, Moku, Noba, Other Michael, Parker, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Chicksara, Sinna, Taryn, Yurkane, Thomas, Thier, Sus, Please Vent, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, Woodsound, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. I appreciate it. They do too. Um, when we last left the gang, uh, the witch coven. Not really. Not really much important happened last time, right? No. <laughs> no yeah, <it laughs> Not at all. Pretty, oh, pretty quiet I was kind of zoned out the whole session, so it would probably be fine. It's trivial. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll recap you real quick here. Um, they saw the astrovoidal. Um, they realized that it. It wasn't actually alive in the living, breathing sense, but it has a mind. It has a myriad of destinies. It also contains absolutely no heat and motion. Um, and that sent the Royal Society into a tizzy as they were trying to figure things out. Meanwhile, Rilla made a little seeing potion that when, you know, Isabel tried it. Uh, she had, you know, super telescopic sight and had this weird other little flex muscle that she kind of intuits would allow her to open her mage sight, but she can already do that. Meanwhile, Rilla is in the middle of her awakening and is currently seeing angels uh, and is speaking in you know, high speech and um, running around at really fast speeds until suddenly she had a really bad tummy ache. Um, and so oh, she's good. in a she's in a place. Um, and in all of that, they also realize that the astrovoidal heartache, as the big wolf following Isabel uh, called it, is uh, somehow affecting Purgatory Bluff. And then with a moment of clarity, Legba realizes, hang on, that's right there beneath our feet happening right now. And Legba and Petricor took off at a run, uh, sliding down the ridge side and uh, Theodosia watching with wide, 
crazy kind of eyes watching as Rilla is having a really bad day. Well, minute here um, while awakening and uh, Giesel is, you know, basically got an exceptional success and said, no, 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 be better. And rolled over and she vomited. And that's where those two were left. Um, so we pick up after having some out of character discussion about it with Legba and Petricor, who in the couple moments of running down the hill kind of embody their shadow names more fully. Um, and based on their dots is in dots in shadow name is basically how uh, unrecognizable they are. So Legba is a very different person from Cloak slash Jean-Paul. Petricor is, you know, a sidestep, a cousin of... Hmm? You have two? Oh, okay, cool. Yes, so uh, a distant cousin <laughs> instead of a cousin uh, to, uh, to, uh, to Isabel. And the two of them were heading into the mines when Marina looks up and says, hang on, what's going on here? Who are you and what are you doing here? Um, she isn't armed in any way um, other than the big pickaxe um, and then a bunch of miners who are also starting to stop and turn and looking. And in the immediate area, the sounds of mining has kind of slowed because it is the middle of the night. Their shift has started. And generally speaking, it goes on with only minor conversation as people, generally speaking, these guys are just beating the shit out of the earth and prying up silver. If Marina speaks, everybody turns and listens. And so the two of you have about eh, six pairs of eyes uh, plus Marina's watching you. And nobody is anticipating trouble because, I mean, what's there to do in here? But there have been people who've attempted to steal silver out of the mine before, um, which, generally speaking, the miners have a problem with. Um, yeah. So, we approach um, Legba, is in his guise, and looks Marina in the eyes, and then looks around at all the miners, and begins inflating his chest, and in a thunderous, booming voice, yells, Everyone out of the mine now! Time to roll some intimidation. Yeah, I think that's pretty appropriate. The commanding cool. presence would definitely apply there. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's get that. Mike says, say please. What was yeah. That? Mike says, say please. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't think we're in the, the, the time frame for, uh, for such pleasantries. Representation. Great. It's a root. Uh, yes, this is particularly rude. That's why he's rolling intimidation. Oh, and actually, while the, uh, Ralph is rolling that up, we have new stuff in the store. Don't order anything until Saturday because the sale is happening starting Saturday. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Eight successes. Give me that condition and eight successes. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only 110. 
when you're rolling road, it really doesn't matter quite as much. Um, but yeah, there's, I meant to give you some negatives, but not like it's really going to matter in this particular case. Uh, plenty of dice. Um, yeah, there's definitely a like shift and I mean, it comes down to the intimidation is there, but it's the sheer command and like it's the mine and like we've already had one collapse recently. Uh, you know, it's a couple weeks back at this point now, but it's still recent enough memory. And there's definitely a look from you to Marina back to you. And then this like half glance over at the collapse, which is not far from here. Um, and the miners drop picks and shovels and start hauling ass out towards the, uh, well, past you, uh, both, um, Marina, she kind of shifts gears, not worried about what you two are doing, but kind of running back deeper into the cave and basically calling for, all right, everybody out. Um, and while the first couple miners were definitely in that sudden panic bolt and run, the rest are like very confused. What's going on? Marina's saying to get out. All right, we're going to start getting out. What was that noise? Who is shouting? Kind of conversation. Marina's, you know, snapping her fingers. Come on, come on, you know, hollering at them in French. And which for them, they know some French and it's basically a variety of curse words. Stop what you're doing. Come over here. Um, get out. Things of that nature. Um, and it starts moving them along. She's still watching the both of you because, uh, I mean, the collapse hasn't happened. You know, there there's no big explosion sound. But all right, fine. We're going to see what's going on uh, and is definitely uh, eyeing up Legba with that whole don't I know you kind of expression. But we are talking about dim lamplight within the mines at night. Um, and then obviously Legba in a alternative guise, um, though not necessarily different clothes, which is kind of the wiggly there. Okay. That's why we got to get superhero costumes here a little bit. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Always going to happen. Or, you know, glasses. Maybe a hat. I said what I said. <laughs> uh, I'm, I think Legba would be a little surprised that Marina is kind of casually taking that exhortation. Uh, casual is probably I a didn't bit. I didn't even have to yeah, pull out my guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, casual is a bit uh, of an understatement. She, she is like in a hurry, but she's not leaving until she's getting everybody out. Uh, gotcha. There's definitely a alacrity to her mm -hmm. motion and her comments, but she's not leaving any of her any of her guys behind. Okay, then uh, let's see. How many passages are there that they are going down? Um, basically, they're funneling in from basically four or five of them. Mm -hmm. Four or five main tunnels. Okay, gotcha. Cool. So then as soon as there's a break and there isn't anyone standing in front of us, um, Legba reaches out a hand and places it on Petricor's shoulder. Um, and uh, it's going to cast Incognito Presence. Okay.
Oh, that's why I can't see it. My window's too big. <laughs> but yeah, uh, because Chad is bringing it up. Yeah, uh, if you if you want to understand how Shadow Name is working in this case, go watch Christopher Reeve's performance of Clark Kent and Superman and the sheer difference in stance and personality and the way he holds himself that is shadow name um in a nutshell uh add in a little bit of your nimbus and other things like that kind of overshadowing that's what uh that's kind of what you're looking at and as we have mentioned before ralph remember you don't have to take a penalty for potency on incognito presence <laughs> yes yes indeed <laughs> All right, it's the two of us. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I think I'm just going to take the penalty. No extra reach. Let's do... Duration is the cast. So I need two reach, and I have two reach. potency by don't need to do potency at oh, all oh that's right sorry I meant scale well, it's from Yantras Wumi Maya Son and then Shadow Name and Cabal Theme yep cool so that should be 8 dice Cool. Um, five. Yep. Uh, don't forget to spend a mana. I uh, will not. And uh, yeah, uh, especially because um, you do have uh, a moment right at the start, in fact, where because Marina kind of looks at you all and heads back into deeper into the mind while the men who are there at the front start mm -hmm. streaming out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this would be very, very soon after people start to uh, clear out. Okay, cool. And, and how you described it when you said there were multiple passages, I think you know, I can elaborate in my mind to uh, appreciate what you're saying a little differently now. The reason why I was describing Marina's response as casual is if she was staying around and keeping her eyes on us, that would seem really weird to Legba, right? If oh, she's yeah, no, like, she's going down She's so confused, but she's leaving. He's like, okay, well, I'm not watching you right now. So, okay, let's roll those eight dice. I got one success, so <laughs> I need. Fantastic. Spin a mana. Yeah, and you know. cool, we're cloaked. Yep. And uh, uh, Legba says to Petricor. Who cannot perceive you. Oh, that's right. I, I mean, don't have... There's there's think. some physical stuff to it, um, yeah. Where like you know, but you can a, draw attention to people, right? So they can see through it. Um, yeah, uh, for me, it's basically going to be kind of a. Hmm, I don't know how to properly do that because uh, generally speaking, when we've done incognito presence, because we're invisible to everybody, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, in this particular case, yeah, you may have to physically push Petrichor in that direction to give a, oh yeah, well, I'm going to head over this way kind of thing. Or I don't know if Chris, you have any suggestions for how they should. The last time we, um, I turned on telepathy, mm-hmm. which I forgot yeah. to do this time. Uh, but um, I think Legba, if this works for you, could just grab Petrichor by his shoulders or no, keep his hand on Petrichor's shoulder. Yeah. As he casts a spell. And then um, push her towards the collapse. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so I want to cast another spell once we get to the collapse. Sure. Um, and the collapse is that mine number one, or I can't remember the exact number I gave it, but it is near the it front. Three. Okay. It's the mine shaft number. Um, so it is not far from the, the front. The main shaft being one, two was off to the left, and three ends up being over to the right. Um, and it's a short jaunt um, down to find the the collapse and where the uh, the pile of rocks mm-hmm. still remains. And there's the uh, you know sawhorses there set up to kind of barricade and like, hey, we don't go in this area. Fantastic. So, if I remember correctly, we stated that we were leaving a gap for air. Mm-hmm. Great. Which means that there is some space between the rocks and uh, the space behind. Correct. Excellent. So, uh, Legba and Petrichor approach, and Legba focuses on the rocks, and using his um, newfound appreciation for how the space arcanum is a representation of um, connection in this raw sense that the physical limits are just abstractions. They're not really present. He focuses his mind on the gap, the space that's present between the rocks and is going to cast an improvised spell. He is going to rule that that space will permit the two of them to pass beyond it to reach Sunny Day. So break boundary. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right. While Ralph is putting that together real quick, um, any uh, input there, Chris, on what Petrichor may be? Okay. Uh, so we cut... Right. Uh, so we cut up top to Rilla, who at this point is now unconscious, kind of asleep. Um, Gisela, you're kind of leaned over her. You're right there. Um, you know, she's breathing. Um, and with your mage side on, I believe both of you still have your mage side on. Um, you know, she's still kind of surrounded by this glowy gold and red uh, nimbus of uh, almost physical mana, uh, the lustrum that you guys have no idea what that is, but for, you know, mechanical purposes. Um, and I believe uh, Jules and Mortimer had been chasing up, catching up, and, uh, you know, we're kind of surprised at how fast Gisela was. Um, and I believe, in fact, uh Theo was a little bit surprised at how fast she was. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at now. Theo's just observing 
the process still. Okay. I'm just, I guess, trying to take care of her okay. and instruct uh, Jules and Mortimer as to, like, I'm just sort of explaining how, what's happening, roughly. Right. Um, yeah, you yeah, have to couch was, it in the, the, the kind of, like, mental health kind of language, because, yeah, that's right, because this is what your parents had to do for you. Right. Uh, but yeah, she needs to be watched over, taken care of. She'll talk to things that aren't there. You should just try to keep her safe and away from other people until this is over, and it will eventually be over. Yeah, Jules kind of looks at you um, a little bit. A little bit baffled um, and confused, and this happened to me. I. It will eventually be over. You just need to take care of her until then. How long did it affect you? A few weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jules sits back, kind of flabbergasted. Mortimer looks more annoyed, um, and nods and says, "Well." If, I mean, this is, can't you two, the, the four of you take care of her? Sure. <laughs> Just really, yes, give her to us. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Put her up on the examination table. <laughs> <laughs> you might be better suited to it because she won't recognize you while this is going on anyway. If you'd be okay with that. Turn to Theo, where are we going to put her? I have a cart. <laughs> Outside of town. Yeah, like, I can't... She can't come home with me. No, sure. She can still come stay with us. Okay. If Catherine will be okay with that. Um, I have a little poll. We'll probably be okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Jules, Jules is like nodding because at this point he's down, like kneeling beside Rilla and, you know, um, like looking over and kind of like he pulls out like his handkerchief and kind of wipes her mouth. Um, and, you know, is kind of looking. She's, she's fine for now, though. For now. Physically, she's fine. What about... Well, just kind of looks over at Theo and, and says, so you're you're familiar with this? Um, <laughs> my experience going through this was quite different, but um, I'm familiar with the process. What was what was yours like? If it was different. Um, can I get like a how is he doing sort of role? What's his mental state like? Is he like on the edge of freaking out or? Um, I think that's going to be a wits plus empathy. Sure. 
with some empathy. Not one of my best, but that's all right. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah, he's on the raggedy edge, um, and he's he's seen a lot of stuff today. Um, Jules is it has gone from science is real. Mortimer has told me about weird magic stuff that might be science, but now I'm seeing some other stuff here that's real weird. Uh, so Theo would just put a hand on shoulder. You've already got a lot to process. Maybe that's a conversation for another time. And like he kind of looks at you because especially compared to the Theo he's used to seeing, you know, the waitress mm. and, you know, like this, this more not necessarily commanding, but like you're out of your league kid kind of vibe. And he kind of like looks from you and then looks over to Gisela and like, OK, um, I, I have to trust you on this. Um, and like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, like kind of looks a little bit guilty at, at Gisela and says, you know, she's my only friend like that I have out here. So, oh. you know, <laughs> like I, I would be, I would be very upset if something happens to her while she is in your care. We'll take care of her. We're probably in the best position to take care of her. Yeah, I know. And like Mortimer, like makes a like little bit of a, you know, tisking sound and like, all right, Jules. The, I think I think he flat out says the witches have her now. Um, and there's this Jules. The time for feelings has passed. <laughs> <laughs> we must return to our duties as men of science. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, Mortimer, you know, is, you know, like at this point, we, we need to make a couple more observations and then uh, we will uh, uh, see if we can get the model that, well, Isabel suggested to us actually mapped out. We have things to do while we have the chance. Um, Rilla is OK. She's breathing and, and the ladies have her. Uh, and Jules like takes a minute and like gives Mortimer this very do you have no feelings man but also Mortimer is deep in call me Ishmael I'm hunting my fucking white whale right now uh, mode and Jules uh, recognizes it and goes okay yeah you're right sir and like he tries to gruff up a little bit um, and uh, walks with Mortimer back over to the uh, little camp little observatory space there um, are you, do you two try and like carry Rilla down to the wagon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what that sound was there, Craig. Um, I'm thinking I'm just going to do a little lodestone to make her a little lighter and easier to maneuver. That would matter. Doesn't work on living people. Yep. No. Oh, that's just not right. Yeah. Okay. Matter is matter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was was going to go ahead and put like a long duration exceptional luck on her with the charmed condition to try to like stop her from accidentally. Maybe hopefully accidentally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
And I think while you write that up, we'll jump over. Maybe that's what we'll do. Just every time somebody casts a spell, we'll jump back and forth. Um, uh, oh, Sounds I need good. to roll a bunch of Paradox here. Uh, well, not I'm a bunch. Because you're going to use your Asone. Actually, you don't roll any because I didn't trigger Paradox before and I used my Asone. So but it's I mean, a it's Paradox chance die. Right, so roll a die. Yeah, but you said a bunch of Paradox. Right. Yeah. Um, I realize you would have oh, your that's right. I shouldn't say any, none. Yeah. yeah but one chance die. Nope. Cool. Uh, so awesome. yeah, go ahead and roll. And yes, as uh, Milo commented on in YouTube, hey, right, mana per turn is a thing. Uh, we haven't called it out because uh, it hasn't mattered too much. But yeah, whoops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yep. We got gnosis. So yeah. uh, gnosis too. For, so two yeah, mana per turn right now. Great. See, is it a reach to switch the primary factor from potency to duration? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can afford that. Cool. Two successes. Um, yeah. As... Also, Drew, uh, before when I got that exceptional success on my intimidation roll, oh, yes. I take that condition as like empowered to save her or something like that, yeah. even if it's not directly related to the roll, considering that's my motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did Wonderful. that. Wonderful. Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, in, in this particular case, I think especially for Petricor, you have the little tingle of oh, magic is happening, and then you are just mm-hmm. on the other side of the rocks, which you can only tell because the lights that used to be kind of next to you and behind you, now there is one single flickering little lamp um, down, uh, and it looks like um, Sanite has basically set up a little camp kind of space for herself um, up against the far wall as far from the collapse as uh, as she could be. So yeah, you two have that sun lurch through um, and uh, the oil lamp at the uh, at the end of the way, which is trying to math it out yeah, 50 feet away. So it's a little bit of a walk, but it's not you know very far. Um, you can see not quite a well yeah it's basically a mat um on the ground it's not even like a bedroll um and a bag of things um looks like some like small like hand instruments um and uh other potential tools of she's probably been singing to herself or making some music uh and just kind of quiet just something to pass time. Um, mm-hmm. And and then Sanite, who's looking a little rough for wear. It's been, at this point, four days, I believe. Hang on, let me see here. Can't remember if I put something on Konka. Uh, if anybody happens to remember. Um, four days sounds about right. I feel like it was about the same time that you guys found the got into the hallow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so she's been down four days. She's not bad. Uh, oh, wait, excuse me. Five days. It's the uh, night of the 18th. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she looks like she hasn't eaten in a little bit. She's not like suddenly gaunt uh, and uh, hasn't had any water. Um, but, uh, she's currently 
lying on her side uh, mm-hmm. and the lamp is kind of flickering over what appears to be her features and as she sleeps. She's sleeping. Uh, she appears to be sleeping. Well, fantastic. Uh, Go ahead, got Chris. My, I've got my, my life sight on. Ah, yes. That is a very good one to have here. Uh, I definitely know, obviously, you will be able to see her health bar, so to speak. Um, I'm trying to remember what other things you can see with life. Uh, How injured they are, presence of toxins, disease, and personal tilts. Ah, yes. Perfect. So, um, and also because of your body control, you can feel this little bit of a toxin kind of working its way into your system. Um, From the... (laughs) From the starting to, um, but um, she doesn't appear to have any toxins, um, and uh, no diseases. Um, uh, but personal tilts, um, I'm gonna take a little bit of a stretch here and and just kind of describe more as a her body is not in balance, um, something is going wrong, uh, and health wise, it looks like she's sleeping off what appears to be uh well we'll we'll use mechanical terms uh but maybe three or four pieces uh uh, boxes of lethal damage whoa and that's that initial you guys step through have that moment of uh especially for petrichor the bit of you know, wobbliness, I guess. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see that. I realize I forgot to describe the Imago. Oh, yeah. And I'll do so when we exit. Because I'm pretty sure you assumed I do the same thing. All right, so she's asleep. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about what Petrichor just learned. Um, so Legba would also scrutinize her, not lowercase s scrutinize her with mage sight. Uh, of note, are you keeping, uh, incognito presence up? Hmm. For the next few seconds. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, you want to give me a, like scrutinize in what way? Oh, I, I just meant it in the. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Always wait for that second one. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, more of a like checking her health or like seeing what she's been up to. Like, how are you looking her over? Uh, so the first thing he's doing is just checking what her mental state is. So, you know, confirming that she's asleep or if she's comatose, that kind of thing. The gotcha. standard things you would learn with mindsight. Right. I'm also seeing like... In, in Legba's mind, right, you know how space sight allows you to detect spatial uh, distortions and irises and things like that? He's looking for chains, artificial chains. So when he learned that heartache's connected to her, he thought that, hey, there might be some evidence of that. There might be some something connecting the two of them here. Gotcha. Yeah. So space, he's looking for that. Space doesn't re- uh, reveal anything. Mind does reveal she's not sleeping 
She's hmm. comatose. She's knocked out. Oh, she's in a hmm. coma. Okay. Great. That's helpful. And Chris has written up a body control with three reach, which I can guess what that reach is going to be for. But go ahead and tell everybody. Oh, yeah. That's going to be uh, instant. Oh, wait. I need another one. Okay. Because I have a spell up already. Oh, right. Uh, instant duration. Lethal damage. And then uh, control. Spell control. So three dice of paradox. Okay. Uh, what yantras are you using? I am using my shadow name and the cabal. Under the guise of a priestess, like healing someone of the flock, which also fits with the with the cabal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my uh, oh, it should have been should have only been four. Uh, plus one is a rod for my uh, dedicated magical okay. tool. Actually, only one dice of paradox. Okay. A full regular die. But ow, got a two. Nope. And yeah, it's like, um, I think seeing the instruments and then seeing her unconscious, it's like Petricor just starts, like pulls out her flute and just starts playing as she like walks over to the space and then like literally lays, lays on hands. It's like, I need to empower you to heal yourself. <laughs> How to get incognito presence up. That's awesome. Suddenly, flute music is yeah, not flute, heard. Flute, flute music. <laughs> well, and see, that's that's the thing. I I feel like in your particular case for Legba, yeah. music just comes out of nowhere. Where else could this come from? Uh, There's nobody else yeah. here, and also it's like, mm-hmm. oh, am I in a movie? Do I have a background track? It sounds like <laughs> Isabel's music. Um, so I think I got six times. Got that right. Um, five. Well, no, that's four. Yep. Um, so yeah, five dice. Six dice. Uh, as you mentioned, the Yantra bonus should be four. Oh, I oh, misheard wait, him. Yeah, sorry. Them. Oh. No. Damn. Chris and their dice. I'm going to try it again. Okay. With a bit more of a shift in tone to the music and more rapid. Okay, and I'm going to roll two paradox desperate. unless you... Yep, okay. that's fine. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> now you get it. Nope. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So then, yeah, five dice. I know you Four. don't even have any willpower, too. Or do you have one? No. I have one willpower gotcha. and one mana. Yeah. And two successes. Excellently put. Yeah. The important thing. Yeah. Uh, as Craig was mentioning, oh, we're never going back to the Hallow. I'm like, no, no, no. People running out of mana. We're going back to the Hallow soon. Don't I've you? been out of mana for days. <laughs> oh, shit. The. Hmm? I'd be scouring. The lethal. Strength through adversity. The lethal reach is two reach. Oh, thank you. I'm going to roll two more paradox. An additional die. I think two one more. more. I did twice. No problem. So two more. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> oh, I did the spell twice. Right. But... Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Easy. Fantastic. Easy. And we are. That's what I'm up. talking about. Yeah. Not even a problem. So uh, cleaned up. Um, body control is not going to help any of her mental state, but now because you've 
applied the plus two reach. It's not the plus one. The plus one is the armor. Uh, has the time of lethal damage per level of potency. It starts at um, one potency, and then you bought another. It's going to be a quarter of the time. Right. So it's every... How many days is it to heal lethal? Two. So it's going to be half day. For lethal? Yeah. Is it that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that true? It takes two days to heal lethal. Okay. That's why scouring for a lethal wound is right. inconvenient. Yeah. Okay. So 12 hours to heal a wound. Fantastic. So. I'll resume what I was saying once Petrigor has completed her actions. Um, yeah. And then. So you said that there's no, like, at least from my sight, there's no, like, toxins or disease or anything going on. Mm-hmm. So she was injured. Is there a sign of this injury? Sure. Uh, As I get up closer yeah, to yeah. her? Uh, because I'm touching her right. now? So looking over her, um, and because, and some of this is, you know, the narrative reveal, right? As you walk towards her, she's lying on her side. As you come across, you can see that there is um, a roughly placed pile of clothes against her back that are soaked with blood um so she's kind of self-bandaged you can see there's uh mm-hmm. you know more clothes kind of tied around her back um and around the area uh there's obviously rock everywhere but you can see some stuff that looks like fresh breakage that has fallen at some point onto her like lower back that spot that is really hard Yikes. to reach mm-hmm uh, in short, she is lucky that it didn't, you know, really damage her spine her head. or her yeah. head. Yeah, how did that happen? Oh. Yeah. So However, did that happen? <laughs> Thank that you, Ash. Fucking supernal being and that fucking heartache. Motherfucker tried to kill my friend. We're gonna we're gonna have some words. Um, we're gonna have so some words. at this point. At this point, I've been like. Where the hell did Legba go? <laughs> so, um, knowing she's... Co- as soon as he realized she's comatose... Um, so, I want it to be thematic that uh, the uh, I, the music came from nothing. I'm re- kind of wrapped up in the moment. And then Legba realizes, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so he drops the incognito presence. Sure. And he holds up a finger to his, to his lips. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, playing after music the, after the after the music has gone down. That's what I mean. She's not telling you to shush yeah. the music. It's just, after he's yeah. dropped it, he then he he walks up to Petricor and he says, "She is in a coma." Yeah, I'm going to take her out. And then yeah. as he gets closer, and he 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 probably didn't notice the blood at first, right? Because you know Petricor is there. She is injured. Isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> He's Mastigos. You got to give him a minute to catch up on what's going on in the she... real world. <laughs> she should heal in the next day or so. Thank you. Provided she stays alive. <laughs> I don't think she will hear. Well, that was the whole point of the destiny that Gisela told us. Yes. Her initiation is supposed to be her alone dealing with her demons. And 
situation has changed. Well, let's not have her initiated into the embrace of the Almighty, shall we? Well then. Do you see anything? Not yet. No Goetia, no spirits. If I if I took time, I might be able to perceive the connection between her and Heartache. And I think with that, Isabel flexes that muscle. Cool. Um, uh, awesome. Go ahead. Is that go- like I don't see anything? I need to see something. There's got to be something happening here. Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, go ahead and take the spooked condition. And, and yeah. spend that one willpower. Damn. What? Because well, it, it costs the willpower to activate it. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I thought you were saying I have to spend a willpower against my oh, will no. because of the condition. <laughs> I was very confused. Uh, this. Um, <clears throat> uh, you perceive all the arcana uh, just to give you the kind of mechanical sides of this, right? You, you perceive all the arcana and your usual view of the primal wilds starts to shift um, as you watch as stuff starts to decay and kind of fall apart um, and then kind of build back up to their pristine conditions you watch as the walls just take on this crumbling texture as stone erodes and then suddenly no it's as if it has just been borne up from the earth and then you watch her breathing and see the air coming out of it and watching as these spiraling mandalas fall out of her mouth um and then you see her whole body fall apart and become this writhing mass of <laughs> various screaming demons like but i don't mean to alarm you but i believe that the effects of that potion have just worked on me oh no <laughs> and then it cycles through to the primal wild yeah you, you yep. see where this is going yeah i can lead Do you, you both out oh i think i can find my way out or anywhere I needed to at the moment. Yeah. Notably, as your eyes kind of look up and look about, um, you may be the first mage. In, well, actually, probably not. I can't remember how. Th- probably not if somebody wrote this down, right? right? Um, but also, was it meant to be drank by those who are awakened? Um, but mm. yes, um, I can't because I was trying to remember because the prime site stuff, they let do they let you see into the other supernal realms? Excuse me, supernal worlds. So you see as a macanthus um, does, or you just get to borrow. Yes. Okay, yeah. So the the one dot spell that they added in Signs of Sorcery lets you lend understanding of an arcana based on their path, based on the subject's path. Mm-hmm. But then Apocalypse is your That's site with at four dots. Right. Yeah, so you effectively have the five path quintuple apocalypse. Yeah. Oh my god! For all ten arcana. Yeah. Woo! Um, yeah. <laughs> That's That's I'm just gonna go ahead. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and jot down some notes. Um, <laughs> yes. And by notes, I mean dots. Right. <laughs> um, so yes, um, notably, like the supernal symbols of everything just are screaming 
in your face. Everything is here. Legba is this writhing mass of imps and demons and then desires from, you know, life and blah, 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 blah. But supernal beings, there is but one. Floating mm-hmm. just over uh, Sanite is this, as we've described, basically a black hole of sucking entropy. And it just sits there, just, you know, formless. It doesn't have, you know, human shape. Uh, but similar to when when Gisela said hello, um, and it seemed to just shift its attention um, as you kind of open your eyes and kind of blink at all these things happening, um, it turns its attentions from Sanite to you. A different character in a different campaign would just say, sup, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was so glad when Chris was the one to say, oh yeah, I'll drink this. I'm like, cool. (laughs) I think she cannot help but draw her guns. (laughs) Just as a reflex. That makes sense to me. Yep. As... Just from a from a back one pouch like on the back of her hips, just suddenly <laughs> there's two guns. Absolutely. Uh, notably, I, I guess I should say the that thing is there, and I realize in uh, retrospect, the big wolf is there, kind of mm-hmm. I imagine behind mm-hmm. it, up against the mm-hmm. wall across from you. And so I pull out my guns and so I start blasting. So anyways, I start blasting. Uh. God damn. Well, I, out of character, don't want to interrupt the cool narrative experiences mm-hmm. happening. Legba, after hearing um, Petrichor's words of concern and knowing that Sanite is injured and she's comatose, would want to immediately grab them and leave. So I want to, like, out of character say, I'm happy to wait for Legba to do that if you want more of the uh, I think, interesting I think interaction. Petrichor, like, as she... As she uh, pulls out her gun, she said, it's time for you to go. Are you going to stay in here? Well, I got to see what's happening. Got to earn some beats, right? (laughs) Mage, make the bad decisions. You're staying here. I mean, leave me a way out. The point was for no one to know that we entered or left. It will be hard for you to escape without me. I suggest if there's anything else, I suggest you leave business unfinished and we can return once Sanite is okay and take care of whatever you're planning to shoot. And she's just like staring off into nothing, literally. Uh, All right, cool. uh, Yeah, that's probably wise. Tonight is a night for wise decisions. (laughs) And uh, cloak. Let's see, Sanite's there. Yeah, he's he's kneeling down at Sante's side still. I imagine Petrichor is standing, looking at 
the supernal being. And uh, he first he starts backing up towards the towards the collapse, like covering your rear the exit, kind of thing. Essentially, yeah. So Cloak um, takes off or looks for some um, like a piece of clothing so that he can tie that bandage to her lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, then he picks her up gently, the bridal carry. He walks back over to the edge. He takes his hand and places it on Petricor's shoulder and says, um, no, he doesn't say anything. Places on Petricor's shoulder. He's going to once again cast Incognito Presence and then he's going to um, cast Break Boundary again. I mean, I thought the way you described the spell, so this is why I said, mm-hmm. like, it's just leave me a way out. Yeah. Is the way you described the spell seemed like you were doing it on the space. Break boundary is on the subject and allows you to pass through. Sorry, I'm m- motioning at my window at things that would allow somebody through, but are currently close to you. Uh, so doors, gaps in rocks, stuff like that. Things that you can get through as opposed to a solid wall. And it just puts you on the other side of them. It doesn't actually reshape well, that, the matter. That makes sense, because I did describe it as, in his mind, yeah. the space being sufficient for the two of us to get yeah. through. Just ruling that it's big enough to walk mm-hmm. through. Exactly. So that's why it sounded like a duration spell on the area, oh. rather than on us. You know, I that can actually sense. see that's that. Right, saying. Pull up the boat yeah, here. I didn't cast it with duration. But if there is a means by which I could, yeah, right, that's why not be creative? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, if uh, that was my whole basis of like, I'll be there in a second, sort of oh, thing. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Well then, I'm good either way. I'd hmm, that's interesting. Just explaining why I was a little confused. No, I'm, yeah, totally. Seems right. Yeah, like seems it's doable. Yeah, it's not any. It's just a different yeah, subject. That's cool. I think probably in reality, probably actually needs to use some. Well, yeah, it's just rocks that let you through them, or a space that lets you through. Yeah, yeah, it's you're just ruling that it's, it, it's you the, can walk through. Yeah, that gap is actually, you know, big enough for me to fit. Yeah, that's, that's right, because it has some space. So I'm just ruling that yeah. the space is large enough for us to fit. Yeah, and it's not all that far from secret door. So yeah, I did Great. that. Cool. Yeah. All right, excellent. <laughs> well, and I, I appreciate that, that being a in character thing. Of well, didn't you just make it big enough and like but going. Yeah. I didn't the first time, but I think I can the second time. I can now. Yes, secret tunnel. So so it is blessed. Yeah, <laughs> through the mountain. All right. Um, <laughs> and if I remember correctly, we can just scroll up here. Uh, not the veiling one, the ruling one. Because um, last time your reach included advanced scale. Yes, that's right. So we can use that same one. Um, Just use advanced skill for the... Mm -hmm. For the space. Yep. The gap. The space. Yeah, so um, that was... We had one thing of paradox. See one thing. This would be the second um, time I've cast paradox. Mm -hmm. Or I've triggered paradox. I'm looking for something real quick. Isolation... 
Can you? Yeah. Okay. You can ward it. Um, this is what I want to do. I guess it'd be a second spell, maybe, because there's a second Two effect, effects. right? Okay. Yeah. Then. Oh, I know what I'm. Gonna... I know exactly what I'm going to do. Perfect. This is how Legba would think of it. The opener of ways. He's opening up a way from inside the collapse out of the collapse because he doesn't want anybody to inadvertently stumble upon it and get behind there like recognize that you can pass through yeah or i'll be honest you could give it a key okay well i thought giving it a key would be no that's what i was thinking of mm -hmm. space um, does but i keys. thought that'd be a second effect hmm. you know i know that space does keys i just thought that wouldn't be Something I can include in, in a single spell. Sure, yeah, because um, you have that okay, in great. Uh, Secret Door, I think, even. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Specify okay, a key that it, yeah, this. Great, then I'll take a reach boundary. for key. Cool. Um, and the key is that, uh, well, it's the two of us, or. I'll, I'll leave the door. The three of us, sorry. I'm distracted from the template. <laughs> Great. So the reach I will need is it's instant four. cast. Sorry, four? Yeah, four total? Because it's, cool. it's the same spell that you cast before, but with the reach for a key. Great. And I space, so I have one. Oh, so it'd be... Never mind. Two... Don't need to increase potency. Don't need to increase duration. And increasing scale. Those from Yantos again. All right, cool. Uh, now we did uh, mention duration. Um, so mm -hmm. the reach here is for instant scale. The key. What was the fourth? That's what I was trying to remember. Um, advanced duration. Okay, cool. So that covers it all. Cool. If you're using the Asun again, that covers two of your paradox. Um, yep. And so that brings us to three after the fact. Are you spending any mm -hmm. mana? Yes. I will spend one mana. Actually, don't. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it happened. So it one. Great. Uh, then I'm going to roll it, and that is nine dice. Cool. So I've established. Uh, so the, the Imago would be that um, there is a strong chain linking, uh, linking this area through the rocks. And as long as you get on the chain, you can be anywhere you want along it. You can be any link. I like that. And so the... Just pull the, yourself with it. What do you think? Exactly. Just pull yourself through. And the key, you know, is that the three of us have a link on ourselves that allows us to connect to the chain. Okay. Uh, if I might suggest, just to make this a yeah. little bit... Uh, it's just the coven. Just members of the oh, coven cool. can walk Yeah, through. that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, perfect. The fact that you're carrying Sonny Tay, so that's mm -hmm. yeah. 
Cool. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Great. So yeah, whoop, there it is. And you can see this key and pull yourself through. Um, and then, oh uh, boy. I'm going to cast uh, Incognito Presence before I leave. Okay. I was laughing at you, Drew. Blomp. Swamp, there it is. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> I am pleased. Um, failing 2 2. Yeah. So if it's the same as before. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, though it will not be the same as before because last time you did uh, minus two for scale. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it would be eight dice with no pair box. Cool. No paradox because you have to reach and you're not overreaching. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So great, great. That's why I like and having I the previous ones I just scrolled with me. What'd you do before? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sounds good. Great. <laughs> Roll them eight. Cool. Uh nope. Hmm. Well, looks like <laughs> Isabel just starts walking. It's fine. Looks, Let's looks get like out I here. just need to try it again. Sure. Alright with that. Uh that will Roll provoke seven. Par- well, no, it won't. Because you haven't provoked Paradox previously. Seven. Great. Oh, yes. <laughs> Six Get <times>. exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, so take your willpower and then. Great. Yeah. Um, and condition. Um, hmm. Uh, with incognito presence. I'll have to think on that. Um, probably a bonus to subterfuge actually subterfuge okay. yeah i i kind of like instead of the necessarily the physical side of this but in the event that you have mm-hmm. to lie uh cool yeah i can see all my feelings right uh so yes Great. the three of you actually wait two of you um because mm-hmm. petrichor is kind of staying behind a minute yeah. If I'm understanding yeah. everything correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. She's doing what mm-hmm. she's going to do. So, yeah. The two of you, Sanite and uh, Legba, step for, uh, step through um, as you catch now Marina, who's basically moving with the last of the miners and is kind of looking around, trying to find the two people who were just here mm-hmm. and step outside. And, you know, you can basically follow her and the miners out of the. and. You know, where the two guys, you know, where 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 the two of them go? I don't. Nobody's come out. We came out first, and they were in there with you, and nobody's back there. No, I just cleared everything. You have have that conversation as you, you know, stealthily, invisibly, kind of you know, dip and dodge past people who are you know meandering around. Um, we'll get back over here to Chris. I was just trying to remember because uh, we mentioned. Uh, casting exceptional luck, so I should cast that. Um, and uh, I was like, "Oh, great! I have to go back and talk about that." Uh, no overreach or anything like that. Uh, so no paradox yep, or anything. I had just enough, so right. I switched switched it to a duration spell, so that means I got three steps when I got the advanced duration mm-hmm. reach. And then I did another minus two to make it last a whole month. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. That breaks everything down. Cool. And then your what? What yantras are you using out of curiosity? 
Um, I was using the coin and, uh, like, her, basically. Yeah, pluck a little hair, let me use this one. Yep, Mm -hmm. cool. Um, Yeah, so that carries off, and the two of you are kind of left atop the hill, um, and were you guys headed down to the um, cart then? Kind of carry her carefully, kind of weekend at Bernie's between the two of you? I mean, she probably doesn't weigh that much. Mm. No, but... We could... Either one of us could probably carry her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's a bit of a walk, is is the primary thing. Yeah. Like, yes, I could totally carry you the ten steps between here and there. However, all the way down the hill. So. If only there was a horse nearby. Yes. Roach? Roach? <laughs> Never mind, Roach is up on the building. Um, so... Oh, Witcher jokes? Really? Yeah. Come on, oh. it's a good time. Hey, Chris. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll explain it later when you're older. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. uh, so yes, we cut back down to um, Petricor, <laughs> guns loaded, pointed at this swirling mass of a supernal being you have never seen before. Definitely not a beast or a totem. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Beast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Atavism. Yeah, totem or atavism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just dive dive in as far as possible with my like vision and stuff, like focusing, even though it's cycling and swapping arcanas Mm -hmm. and shit. Um, kind of how like what I did with the wolf, where I tried to like understand what it was doing and stuff okay. like that so by by extending my pattern into it uh, and i can burn off the rest of that man if you want uh yeah let's uh well actually yeah we'll use that as your your scrutiny what um um arcana are you kind of couching all of this in spirit that's kind of what i figured yeah, go ahead and uh, roll uh, Gnosis. It's the closest to frame of reference I feel like yeah. I've got. Gnosis plus spirit, minus three, please. Um, also feel like this should have infinite opacity for a Thyrsis, but, you know. Oh! Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. not going to give me a circumstance bonus for all this fucking juju drugs I'm on and shit. Uh, it's like you concede it all, right. so it lets you roll. Uh, now that said, uh, this is definitely a fail forward kind of situation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because as you lean in and look at it, and you know it's been kind of looking back at you uh, in a very like you're far more interesting than Sanite kind of you know vibe to it. And as you, you know, push this mana at it to try and figure out, you know, what the hell are you? What is this? And you've got an idea because Gisela described this thing. And now you're like, oh, I totally know what you are. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this is one of those. And then the abyss looks back at you. Uh, Not literally the abyss. Everybody calm down. Uh, And if somebody somewhere uh, was going to panic. I think the like the like focus that Isabel is is doing she's just like sending one one phrase like through her pattern and it's why are you here hmm I like that 
Yeah. I, I don't think you get words the way you get when speaking with the wolf. Um, you're definitely crossing layers of translation here. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna upgrade spooked there. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Let's see here. Where is this condition? Oh no no no! I'm with the actual condition. Apex. Here we go. I want to make sure this is the right one. No. I think it. I think I resolved spooked. By the way. Oh, what was the actual condition for spooked? Um, oh yeah. Uh, when your character's fear and fascination causes her to do something that hinders the group or complicates things, she goes off alone to investigate yep. a strange noise. <laughs> Absolutely. Staying behind to investigate the spooky thing you shouldn't even be able to see. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Um, so as you look in, um, you have a. I mean, looking into this big swirly void of nothing is, you know, kind of upsetting uh, to to begin with. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's not of your path, there's there's just a lot right. wrong going here. Sure. It's the second void of nothing I've seen that's today, fair. though, so it that's can't fair. be that bad. Uh, well, the other You're really small. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. um, but when you ask what is it doing, um, mm-hmm. you get... Um, why are, oh, you, why here? are you here? Fair point. Kind of the same thing. But yeah, in this particular case, um, you get a word that just kind of reverberates in your head. It is ruin. Mm. And I need you to take... It's got a capital R in my um, head. I I need you to take the mystery commands condition. Oh, Oh, shit! Oh, no! Oh, no. (laughs) That's going to be troublesome (laughs) when I go into your Oneros. (sighs) That's fun. A lot of trouble for poor Jules. And I think it's uh, it's it's ruin and it's unload. <laughs> cool, right? And like, like fucking action dive back <laughs> through the chain, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so as you yeah dive back, touch the chain with your spine, and get like pulled through. Um, just like John Woo action dive. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like on wires, it's fucking cool. Uh, yep. You hear from up towards the mouth of the cave, which is a, a, a ways away, not in direct line of sight, but you definitely hear some shouts of alarm and exclamation, and you definitely hear clearly somebody saying, is that gunshots? And like tumble, tumble out and just march forward with guns out. You're goddamn right. It was. Do you shout that? Yes. Nice. Um, is this a like run in fear from me kind of vibe that you're going for? This is I'm running. Don't get in my way. Okay. I think I'm going to chalk that into, uh, into intimidation, but I'm up for running more of a, uh, uh, lying subterfuge kind of vibe, depending on how you want to play it. I in the performance I kind was of side. Go, sorry, I was yeah, I was going for yeah, subterfuge is fine. I was going for like expression of like you probably shouldn't stop me because whatever behind me is sure. worse. I like how 
they didn't notice her because of incognito presence, and now she shouts this at them. Oh yeah, it's, it's people are going to know I had incognito presence. Yeah, so you got it on you, so that you could escape. Whoops. No, it's great. Oh, I'm no. not opposed to this. This is hilarious. Oh no, because before it was minus two for scale, so it was just you and Sonic Day. Oh, that's how you're treating it. Mm-hmm. Okay, my I was trying to cast it on all three of us. Right, that's what I was trying to clarify at the time. It's fine, uh, oh, especially okay. uh, with the the gunfire. I, I don't really yeah. want it. All right, cool, <laughs> sure, fair enough. Go ahead. Petrichor comes across as less than subtle <laughs> in my mind. And yeah, yeah sounds I good. She's not on a scale of zero to Songbird. She's like a six, right? <laughs> For now, right? Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Um, there is some shouts of alarm. And like as you come around the the tunnel, you can see, you know, the lights and stuff like that. And there's a couple people who have lanterns outside and you've got a little bit of the backdrop of the night sky. You can kind of see people, especially from the dark, looking out and people are starting to come forward and trying to peer in. And there's a couple, you know, lamps being lifted and, you know, who the hell is that? And when you shout that, uh, there's just a bunch of like, fuck this. (laughs) Like people are moving out (laughs) of the way. Like they have no idea what is going on. Like none of this makes sense. As I get to the mouth of the cave, I like, you know, dance around and just like my last two shots back into the cave and then just book it. Run past everyone, right? <laughs> that's awesome. I love that because I still have body control. Oh, that's true. And I still got some some good stamina going. It's fantastic. Yeah. So especially when you fire back into the cave, everyone now is like, "Oh my god, is there a shootout happening in the cave? Who is in there?" Like this, this does not make sense on a logical, you know, level. But you had a boom, uh, uh, somebody yelling about get out of the cave, who's not here anymore. There's gunfire in the cave, and nobody took guns into the cave. What is <laughs> so like <laughs> the logic later is going to be very confused, which is fine. That's what quiescence is for. But <laughs> right now, everyone just panicked, and like the bit of organization that Marina had kind of set up outside the mouth of the cave, like head count, where's everybody at? <laughs> It's a mad scramble. Cockroaches when the light turns on. Everybody just runs for cover. Nobody's running necessarily full sprint out of here, but people are just diving behind rocks, getting behind cover. They don't know what's happening. And you run off into the night uh, where uh, Theo and Gisela are carrying, you know, poor poor Rilla down. And all of a sudden, is that gunshots? That was definitely gunshots. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh boy 10 out of yeah. 10 <laughs> it's been a day uh, yes as Perry says mine's haunted um, yeah so you guys make your way down into um, sorry you guys uh, Gisela and Theo um, especially with so much going on over at the mines comparatively you guys have a nice careful walk together um, taking Rilla down towards um the, the cart. Um, it is later at night. Valosia is probably already asleep. Catherine is, uh, as Theo would expect, sitting up waiting for her next to the fire. Uh, she's probably got, you know, she's probably puffing on her own pipe. Uh, and like your pipe is sitting on on your stool, right? Um, and kind of looks up and sees the two of you with Rilla between you. Um uh, 
and like gets up and is like, what the hell has happened? Oh. It's okay. Um, she just uh, tried some alchemy that didn't agree with her. <laughs> Not a lie. <laughs> um, and she she looks it's the alchemy and like helps you guys like set her down onto the ground and kind of leans back against you know that the wheel of the uh, of the cart. And, you know, kind of look, look, gives her a look over, uh, you know, not trusting either of you to have done this correctly. Uh, sure. You know, checks her over, you know, kind of, you know, checks her eyes and stuff like that. What is alchemy? What? She's she's, she's a scientist. What do you, what were you? So what happened tonight? <laughs> they are open-minded scientists. Wow. She... had a potion that was supposed to let you see better? She wanted to see the stars? And she's having a bit of a reaction to it. She's fine and she's safe, but um, we just said that we would look after her for a few days. She's physically okay? Seemingly? And and like, and at this point, she, you know, the pulse has been checked and, you know, feeling her head. She's a little warm, but I think she's okay and, uh, you know, checking her fingers and, you know, some of those little details of, you know, poisoning and, you know, stuff like that. Just, what is... She, wait, she's wait, having wait. some really intense dreams as a result of the potion. That's oh, all. Okay. Uh, you're like, would you be aware of the mushrooms? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, just like, that's basically what she would be able to tell is happening right. if she thought. Uh, and as Chad asks, is she speaking in tongues? Yes, when she wakes up, she definitely will be. Um, okay, okay. Well, um, wait, why are why are we watching after her? Why is, why is she not at the tavern or with Mortimer? Scientists. They want to look at stars. Oh, they kept working while she's sick. Yes. Men. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're important men that had work to do, apparently, rather than look after her. Besides, I think we're probably better equipped to to help her. Oh, that's for sure. Um, Okay. Um, Well, yeah, she can. Yeah, she can stay, and we'll we'll get her set up, um, and we'll we'll keep an eye on her. Um, And tomorrow, you are going to go look at the plot that I've kind of picked out. Of course. Um, and kind of nods at Gisela and says, "Thank you for your assistance. Or you, you don't need to stay. Like we, we have her." Okay. Of course, I would like to come and check on her. Yeah, of course. You're always welcome. Uh, for now, she's an enthusiastic nod. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and you know, Catherine kind of gives Gisela a hug and says, "You know, I appreciate you. You know, keep, keeping and you two are like, you know." This is great. I like this, but like you, know, you can come over <laughs> and has friends, right? Yeah, and like you, you can come over and have dinner sometime. It's it's totally okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, otherwise there's there's a slightly awkward kind of like okay, how do we say goodbye? You you, you can you can go. We're we're good, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm going to head in the direction of mine. Yeah, you did hear a commotion. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so I guess actually then the question becomes, where did Legba take Sunny take? So Legba is thinking of two options, right? One would be to go find Theo and ask her to help. Another would be to put her in a place where no one's going to find her. Or um, what would be the thoughtful thing is to bring her to her sister. You know, to bring her back and say, look, uh, she's here and he's in Legba's form right now. They, the last time that Cloak spoke to Sanite in Messi J, he said, I am Legba now. And he's going to return as Legba with Sanite. So I think that it would be a good conversation to have between the two of them. He would sneak in and incognito presence and I think maybe use her, her chambers and put her down and then bring Messi J in and have a conversation. So he heads back to the barracks. The barracks. Cool. Uh, and then uh, Isabel uh, running like hell from the mines. Uh, where are you headed? I'm trying to figure out where your paths might interest intersect. Uh, I mean, even just into town because yeah. yeah. So yeah, into town, but like finding, finding an out of the way spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's it's at night, right? Like, it, I feel like it's not hard. It's to a just, lot like, of out of the way spots. As long as you don't, yeah. you know, like wake one of the dogs up. Yeah, moving through town. Right. There's a lot of there's no street lamps that are lit or anything like that. Right. So, um, so yeah, potentially run into uh, uh, Isabel and Gisela. Easily and Isabel run into each other. Um, I think in that case, Legba off in the barracks is probably not going to be spotted because that's a short jaunt uh, as opposed to the direction uh, everybody else is heading. Uh, and that is where we'll pick up after our break because I need coffee. Cool. Uh, Sounds good. So uh, Twitch guys, we'll be back in five minutes. Please stand up, walk, move, to dodge, dip, dive, hydrate um and youtube guys duck and dodge duck and dodge thank you uh youtube guys we will be back like super fast okay see i told you we'd be back really really fast uh so quick clarification came up during the break not mystery commands the persistent condition no exarchal dreams the persistent condition yeah uh whoops slightly different very big difference yeah um and so, yes, we pick up um, with uh, with Petrichor kind of huddling up against the first house that feels secure and kind of relaxing and becoming, you know, Isabel again, instead of being Petrichor. Putting her guns away. <laughs> Took them in the bag. Wiping, well, probably Reloaded don't them them first, though. Oh, very true. Um, yeah, which I think, Gizla, you probably hear soft metallic clicking coming from Behind your house. Okay, I'm going to slip out to investigation. Yep. Uh, can't imagine on your way back uh, is when you may hear that. But yeah, Isabel is... It's probably safe to say I see you coming. Yeah, because you see everything right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and add in a little bit of a... Did you try to close your eyes? Too bad. Um, it's not going away. Oh, I figured as much. 
if anything, it's going to last longer because fucking body control. It's true. I hadn't thought about that, but I it like slows it. Slows down the processing of the potion. <laughs> if it happens to interact that deep. <laughs> Hi, Gisela. <laughs> you doing Is this right? your house? Yeah. I saw your void in the mine. How? The potion. It let you see that. I see everything. Yeah, and there's been a lot of other supernal beings that you've seen floating around while running through town. There's a lot of supernals here. <laughs> It's like we're parked on a Hellmouth or something. I mean, we never <laughs> yeah. we never really touched on it that much because in the Rookery, Signs of Sorcery came out almost a year into the campaign or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to just be yeah. sort of around. floating around and, yeah. and there, but not there. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, um, I see everything. Have, have a firm answer of how many heavens and arcana there are. Do you want to lie down? I'm good. I don't want to trouble your family. But I needed to collect myself after causing a scene at the mine. Was that you then? Yes. A dramatic exit. Uh, certainly. Did you shoot someone? I shot the super, well, shot at it. No. Okay. No. Did I... it react to you at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did it do? It put a single word into my head. Ruin. Yeah, and I think uh, I definitely think it's both in high speech and also it has those big, scary, oppressive, you know, vibes stuck to it, which is possibly the first time you guys. I don't think I meant to like I was conversing fully in in English or in uh, yes. What did we determine? Yes, Spanish. (laughs) I think is our common language here. Um, And uh, yeah, it's just just comes out as high speech involuntarily. Yeah. And this, I, I, unless you guys have other reason, this is probably your first interaction with the Iron Pyramid in any way. Yeah. Um, it put a word in your head? Like, it spoke to you? Yeah. For some I definition. I tried to in- investigate it. And it communicated. I 
I don't know how to get rid of one of these, but I think I'd like to find out. It certainly has a firm idea that it should be there. Do you think? It's almost growing roots at this point. Do you think they can die? <laughs> I think I'd have to be a lot better shot. <laughs> Like, if we can pull it here, do you think we could kill it? I appreciate that Theo and Klokorov, let's enter the or no, Nero sits Dilva into our souls. Meanwhile, <laughs> Isabella Giza like, and let's kill God. a fucking angel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a very bad thing, right? And in my head, that's, I'm like, can we kill it? How do you like, kill a truth? Because, like, I can... Because this point, right, I figured out that I think I can I mean, you, bring it here. You've right? read a lot of stuff about summoning things and ways to do it. Yeah, and... like, I'm pretty sure I can summon it. I don't know if I can banish it. But if we summon it, then we can kill it. That also solves the problem? Provided that it can die. Yeah, I don't know if they can. Can you talk to... You have one, right? Yes, but I can't. It's only little bits and pieces and only when I'm extremely focused. So you can't ask it if it can die? I'm fairly certain he would be offended by the question. He also laughed when you asked if it was alive. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to find more information on banishing because I want to get rid of this. For sure. Can you make it back to tavern? Do you want me to walk you? Oh, I'll be fine. Just see the sights okay. on the way. You should really go lie down. <laughs> I'm gonna just go inside and I don't have any books on demon killing. <laughs> <laughs> Your um Your thorns and curses, they're certainly something. As you can see them now. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I do not envy the ways in which cloak and uh, shit my brain just emptied out. Theo, see the world. 
It's bad. <laughs> Upsetting. <laughs> and she just like walks away. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna go in and head on to bed. All right. Uh, so yeah, so we jump over to Legba, who has basically set down Sanite in uh, Messy J's room. Uh, do they share quarters, or do they have separate space? We haven't discussed that. I imagine they'd have a separate space. Okay. I mean, it could be that, that they still enjoy it, but the barracks are small, so I figured that here they probably have separate rooms. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, and <clears throat> set her down, and then... Uh, yeah, yeah. How, how do you, how so do this you... is what Legway would do. Legway would enter. People are assuming that Sanite's in the in the mines. Uh, so he enters her room, and he puts her down. And then uh, he, well, he's, if he drops incognito presence, it'll be he had to drop it on both of them. Great. Okay. So um, he's carrying her. So uh, before he drops incognito presence, he's going to cast a spell on her. Uh, he's going to drop the spell at the mine. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. If it's been an hour, then it would have already lapsed anyway. So the duration would have expired if it's a different scene. Oh, also, um, I think that he embodied his virtue last scene, which is protective. So yeah. let me uh, restore my willpower. Absolutely. Great. So... He's then going to cast a spell on her before he drops incognito presence. Mm-hmm. What are we casting? He is going to cast an improvised spell, practice of perfecting. In Cloak's mind, there are many chains that interrupt us from a state of sleep. And sleep is just one mental state we can be in, right? We can be awake, we can be comatose, stuff like that. So he is going to perfect her sleep such that nothing will rouse her. So he's thinking of it. So he's casting sleep with the just, basically. Perfect. So Perfect. Uh, the reach is going to be instant cast and duration. I always forget that you can use that to stay awake. Yeah, it's great. Can also use it re- quite effectively in a in a fight to put somebody into a coma. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hurt them. You just say we're not fighting. All right, so I need two reach, and I'll go ahead and tell you you don't need to increase potency. Okay, great. And I have one. And he wants to leave her in this state for, hmm, how long? Oh, he already has it. It's it, it, with advanced duration. It's going to be a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, great. So he, he doesn't increase the duration at all and leaves it at a week. And uh, he thinks that... Well, the way Cloak is thinking about this is, or the way Legba is thinking about it, is that her mental state at this point will influence where she goes along the crossroads. 
she is being influenced and interacting with heartache. And this is still in the intermediary um, part of her initiation. And so his plan is to provide her with an opportunity to still go through her demons outside of the reach of ruin. So he is going to actually make her dream as though she's still in the mine and that she's coming to terms with all that stuff. I did that. It's good. Yeah. So then as a... Let's see, he's gonna his Yantras will be his son and then his shadow name and sure. ball theme. Great. So that's gonna be ten dice. Correct. Little cool. bit of overreach. Yep, overreach and it's a, if it's a different scene, then yep, go yep. right ahead. So And you're using your son, uh, so that's just a chance to die anyway. Yep. So mm-hmm. sweet. Cool. We roll at ten. Three successes. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. And so, like, her motion, especially, it, you know, turning on Mindsight to kind of check in on her and watch mm-hmm. as it shifts from the comatose kind of, which I think in mind is this very just black void that yeah. she's resting in into something that has a bit more color and life to it. And, you know, there's this not physical because she's, you know, comatose, but this relaxing uh, within her as she just kind of settles back. And Fantastic. Obviously, no, um, you don't have life or anything like that, but you can already start to see some of this stuff, uh, some of the small bruises or anything like that that she has that are already fading, stuff like that. So the body control from uh, from Petrichor is, you know, working and, you know, soothing her pains and stuff like that. And I can't remember, uh, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, does body control? Yeah, because it affects your metabolism, so you don't need to eat as much, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So she could potentially sleep for a week uh, and be fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then where do you go from there? Yeah. So uh, now that he's put her in the state and allowed her to dream a vivid, authentic, faithful dream as though she's still undergoing her initiation without any kind of interruption or the um, the tampering, the way Legba thinks about it, right? Is that he's responsible for these people, and he's also responsible for people's experiences when they're trying to make the right choice along a crossroads. So if something is forcing them to make a choice and robbing them of their agency, then it's his duty to do something about it. But um, he can't take her away from it. The only way for him to participate in a way that's consistent with his responsibilities is to put her back in a place where she's still able to go through that process. So um, it doesn't have to be, it can be vibrant and real, right? But it isn't necessarily pleasant. It's whatever is going on um, for her. What she expects to deal with. Exactly. Not um, having a mind collapse on top of her. So um, Cloak is, or Legba is now going to make one of two choices. Um, at first, he was thinking that he'd uh, bring Messi J and let her know, but he realizes he can just leave up a spell here so no one will bother her. And if he wants, he could bring her back into the mine later. Nobody ever has to know. Exactly. And everything he's le- learned about Legba and all he's thought about, he realizes that that is actually the best choice for her. That everyone in in the in the cult, right, doesn't need to hear about this. All that needs to happen is he is able to provide her with her experience without heartache and without ruin tampering with it. 
And if it has to be here in her room, that's totally fine. So in order to prevent people from coming in here, he's going to cast an incognito presence in the space. Um, I'm totally willing to let you do that. You can just lock uh-huh. the door and no, nobody's really coming in oh, here. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Yep. She's not going to make sounds. She's. I've controlled her sleep. Okay. Well, that, that's fine. That's fine with me then. Yep. Then I'll keep... I won't oh. release incognito presence. I'll lock the door and I'll I'll drop it, I guess, when I, when I get out of here. Sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. Make it simple. Thank you very much. Yeah, and then, I mean, um, <laughs> like it's it's the door right there that everybody in the barracks can see. It's like, why, why are you going into Sandite's room? Uh, uh, I left something in there. No, you didn't get the fuck out of there. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, totally. Okay, so then he has one active spell up. I'll write that down. And uh, he'll head back up the hill. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay if we have a scene change to other people. I yep. just want to let you know that Legba's next plan is he needs to finish figuring out what's going on with the heartache. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, uh, Theo, you're down with Catherine and Rilla. Um, as far as I can see, it's basically going to be a make sure she's comfortable, lay her down. Um, some good natured grumbling from Catherine about, oh, look, you know, there's, you know, there's our our space on the bed next to Valosia, and we're going to have to sleep out on the floor on the ground again. Um, you know, but uh you know she, she gets it and you know she liked rilla so mm. um and theo will be spending as much time as possible scrutinizing looking over um yeah so you're gonna have to spend a little bit of uh is it willpower to extend your uh uh mage site for quite a long duration yeah for a scene you get hypnosis in minutes, and then if you want it longer than that, so willpower for a scene. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I have one will, one willpower. Right. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that's going to last you about an hour, and then eventually, like, you're just going to have to give up uh, trying to watch so closely. Hmm. Oh, but you can't always just turn it back on and check in on her every now and then when your eyes start to rest. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, uh, any conversation with Catherine? I mean, I imagine you catch her up on the, uh, let me say, the, the safe details. Uh, but yeah, anything else? Yeah, it, um, it's got to be sanitized because I don't, I'm not interested in pushing another breaking point on her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just a sanitized version of, of what happened stick with the alchemy thing and try and give her lots of mental outs. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, give her mental escape routes that if this gets a little too crazy, she can find a way back to reality. Right. So, that, yeah. And back to the um, I'm just worried that Rilla's gonna get up and start, like, running circles around the camp. Yeah, that's very like the forces. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna start throwing fireballs. But maybe <laughs> now that she's in an unconscious state, maybe that she'll just do her supernal exploration there. From there, but, that, I was, I was that's say, what I'm hoping. We could be so lucky. Yeah, I was just, yeah. just say, Gisela can tell you, oh no, I remember sleeping and waking up and still being in Arcadia. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we'll they're saying, like, if she went to sleep and then had, like, stayed comatose through the rest of it. <laughs> um, and just uh, remind her that like the idea of having Gisela over for dinner is great. 
but Kiesla's mother is not my biggest fan. So there might be some tension there. Just something to think about. Don't push it too hard, basically. It's just <laughs> how she's saying. Sure. Uh, um, so definitely stay around the, the cart as much as possible unless like Gisela comes over to take over watching our, our awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, for, for that night, because it's, you know, sun is already down and stuff like that. So for that mm-hmm. night, probably it's you and you and Catherine for a little bit and, you know, until it's like, okay, she's sleeping, like she's safe. You know, there's not much you can do other than sleep and wait. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. In that case, um, uh, Isabel, your walk over to the tavern is uneventful, but um, but harrowing. harrowing is a good term for it. Yeah. Um, as you know, the rocks beneath you seem to suddenly fall away into you know yawning voids of nothingness, and it's it's like oh this sucks. Oh this sucks. Oh I hate all of this because uh, like. And 100% intention of the way this was written, air quotes, uh, is like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Okay, I'm so over it. And it, it doesn't go away. Um, and you have Madame Robert checking in on you um, as you watch her face turn into, like, you know, a skull mask, so to speak. And just like, yep, yep, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but eventually making your way back into your room. Uh, the entire time, though, this big black wolf just continues to, like, pad along and walk beside you. Um, it is not necessarily companionable, uh, but it is definitely watching you. Uh, oh, yes. Thank you, Perry. Yeah, <laughs> you're high. Everyone knows. And you're really weirding everyone out. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, as you know, <laughs> as as Isabel's eyes get suddenly wide, staring into Mad- at Madame Robert, and just like, oh, what am I looking at? Uh, but yeah, if if you're good, you know, basically make into your room where yeah, the big wolf watches you, and you know, you have that. Oh well, I'm just gonna close my eyes, and it'll be all better. No, it's not much better. Um, uh, you are not getting willpower tonight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and you you kind of drift on and off, but like you're almost always awake until sun rises. Love that. Yep. Uh, it's it's not it's rough. Also, just a slight meta out of character thing. Mortimer still has the recipe. Yep. yep. Uh, oh yeah. So oh, we we do things with that. That would my, that would be the next step on her list. Sure. My assumption was that Rilla was the one who did the alchemy. That is correct. So like the rest of them might not be able to to do it right. That is a good statement. <clears throat> um, if you've headed to bed, Gisela sits up you know, with candle to look over her books to try and figure out, hmm, demon slaying, kill a thousand demons. That hasn't been released yet. Um, hmm. Um, cool. Uh, and then Legba. Uh, a thousand? Is it a thousand? Six billion? Six billion. Six billion? Yeah. Man, I haven't read it. Just you're, coming up, you're coming up a little short there. <laughs> I haven't read it. Um, yeah. It's just hyperbole. Uh, and Legba is uh, heading up to the hill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, up towards and the observatory, this is, this is, or mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, he he needs to continue scrutinizing. 
He needs to finish it so he can understand. Cool. Uh, and then he needs to leave the, the book of high speech. Okay. Or he'll steal it at night, whichever you prefer. Well, uh, you make your way up to, you know, the observatory. Uh, Jules mm-hmm. and Mortimer are still working. Uh, you can hear a bit of conversation of, you know, Jules kind of leaning from the observation kind of down towards the mines and saying, guy, looks like they've gone back into the mines. I don't know who that was. As they were very <laughs> curious about the gunshots and the shouting. Um uh, uh, the shouting made a little bit of sense because had seen the two of you, but the gunshots, that's weird. Don't know what that was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, uh, Mortimer is making observations and stuff like that. And you see the pot is on. Bubbling um. away. Cloak walks up um, and kicks it over. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then turns to them and says, it seems that courtesy is insufficient to influence your behavior for your best interest. You were explicitly told not to drink this. I recognize out of character. Cloak may be making an assumption about what's in the pot. Yeah. We were just making tea. They were in <laughs> yeah, tea. Yeah, they were in fact making tea. <laughs> which like Mortimer kind of looks at you and like now of course you can see like that is you know a thin, you know, it's not the weird, thick, almost porridge thing. And he mm-hmm. kind of looks and looks at you and says, I imagine tonight has been a very stressful night for you. It has been for us as well. But we have taken your suggestion. And like, there's there's a hidden air quote floating there, right? <laughs> your suggestion to not brew the potion further. But we do need something. Um, and, uh, but, and like, Jules has already kind of gone over and like is starting, you know, <laughs> kind of fixing it back up and stuff like that. It says, but we understand. And then kind of uh, looks from... You know, uh, Mortimer, you know, kind of looks down uh, towards the mind and motions and says, is everything all right? So th- I think this is when um, this is this is finally when Cloak's like actually dropping away from. I figure like he's shifting out of leg berries is getting up there and Cloak's reasserting himself. But his his responsibility for things was, was still in the back. And that's what he was leaning on a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he rec- he realizes what he just did. I um, mean, he says. I'm sorry. Your apology is appreciated, but unnecessary. I can understand the assumption that you just made. And he pats his, you know, vest pocket and says, I will admit my curiosity, but Rilla is having a very bad night. So until she pulls through, I'm not ready to try this, especially after the less than subtle threat from uh, Miss Isabel. Great. All right. Again, I ask. Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you 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 were there. Yeah, you cut him off as he was like, I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. The last few hours were stressful indeed. I believe 
I might be willing to tell you more about it tomorrow. That is all well and good. We also have several hours of uh, the night ahead of us and, um, well, momentarily, a new pot of tea. You are welcome to sit and talk. (laughs) I would like to do so and continue evaluating what you found. You are welcome to. Uh, and like Jules, you know, pulls up a, you know, little stool thing beside the, the fire. Cause I mean, the night has kind of started to set in and you're on top of a ridge. There are no trees. Like when that wind decides to kick up, damn you, Petricor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a little cold. Um, mm. but, uh, yeah. And for the most part, they're, you know, they're more than happy to talk about whatever you want to. They're. Cool not very um, attentive conversationalists in the fact that they're definitely focused on this, but they both recognize this has been a wild night um, and they're happy to have some additional company um, cool. as they're working over stuff um, and trying to, they, they do kind of nudge and go like, you know, they are trying to figure out what the hell happened at the mine though. Great. So then uh, these are the two goals that Cloak has. Uh, finished scrutiny mm-hmm. on on um, heartache and then getting access to the book. So he's happy to ask again and also perhaps make a deal with Mortimer, mm-hmm. right? He's thinking that it's a different circumstance. So it might be a good idea considering all that's transpired to tease a little bit of info and then try and figure out a way he can get access to the book sure. himself. Yeah, so um, the scrutiny is... You know, easy. Uh, you can go ahead and make uh, another. I can't remember where we left off. Um, I, th- I think we left off. Um, it was still opacity two. I think I had one success left in opacity two. Yeah, that's right. Because we had one. Oh, right. Right. So it was three. I think I cleared the three. Mm-hmm. Great. So then Cloak is going to make a roll with Gnosis in space. He's going to spend one willpower and one mana. Okay. With the hope that if I get one, I'll get one, and then it'll be completely cleared. Right. Cool. Space and gnosis. Roll it. Survey says... Five sixes. Oh, yeah. Didn't do it. (laughs) Doesn't do anything, unfortunately, in this particular case, but, yeah. That's all right. Well, it does, though. Hmm? Mm Mm-hmm. Because exceptional success on scrutiny goes through multiple layers of opacity. Right, but he was on... Oh, that's actually... Yeah, very true. That You do need yes, that for... so it's very relevant. Yep. Yep. So yeah, do, does get it actually all in one. Um, so yeah, clears through that. And yes, you have a pretty good picture of what this thing is, at least from a Mastigos and very space-oriented vibe. Uh, This is a place that does not care about distance. Obviously, it has the ability Mm, to interact with things anywhere. Transcends distance. Correct. Um, It is a empty place in terms of physical things. Um, And it is without actually seeing it and without having like matter and stuff like that. It is basically a space and nothing but a space. Mm. But you know that there are many minds in there mm. such that 
like, I, I would not go far. Actually, I don't know why I'm doing this. Could you roll intellect plus occult for me, please? I am happy to. And it's important to him to get info. So he's going to make this route. Space is selected. Great. <laughs> the Craig classic. I'm going to sneak in a little extra fate here into my yeah, die roll. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know it was cool. always unintentional. No dots in the skill. It's okay. I got five dots in those. <laughs> five dots in those. Yes. Oh, very Give good. me the condition. Um, I'm going to basically go ahead and burn your condition for you. Uh, okay. And I'm going to give you a, like, a moment of epiphany. Awesome. Basically, you do not get the full picture, but considering what Gisela mentioned about destinies and what Isabel talked about there being no life or spirits, um, it appears to be, without actual observation, a plane, a space that things exist on in some kind of, you know, thing that doesn't match any real world space right it doesn't move it doesn't have heat it doesn't have you know motion but it has these destinies and these minds and you make the logical jump to there are things with minds that have specific destinies and are reaching across infinite distance to inflict events that inspire heartache and mm. are just absolutely devastating um, and, shall I say, ruinous. Mm-hmm. If you wish to ask clarifying questions, I will give you three. Um, Excellent. To kind of dig into, well, more than digging questions, not necessarily clarifying questions, but. Yeah. So the first question is, um, and it, it's okay with me if you say that's probably not something you'd be able to figure out, and I'll ask a different question. So the first question that Cloak has is, is this under the direct purview of some denizen of pandemonium? No, absolutely not. Okay, gotcha. I know it's linked to Stygia. I, out of character, know that. What Cloak is trying to determine is is there some Stygian being having to deal with minds who has some oversight, like a warden of it or something like that, if we want to use some kind of right. terminology to describe it. Okay, cool. Great. So that's helpful for him to know. Um, uh, the second thing is he'd ask... Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. Does it seem like its connection with Purgatory Bluff is permanent? No. Excellent. And then the third question is, uh, does he get any impression that he can actively assert influence on its space-based connection Absolutely. with places? Right. You uh, do not accidentally muddle the question. No, there's no way. Like this thing, cool. uh, especially because at Space 2, we've discovered sympathetic connections. Mm-hmm. Like looking at this thing, understanding it, and you have that moment where you kind of sit back from the telescope and realize this thing is beyond my reach. Okay, great. That's really helpful. 
I think that's uh, his thorough investigation of the space within the void. The void within the space. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but and then as you guys are talking, I know you wanted to talk about the the book. Uh, and yeah, mm-hmm. Mortimer, you know, uh, restates his his offer of if you will sit with me, you know, we can meet at the tavern during the day and mm-hmm. show me how you are translating this. Then I am happy to you know, work with you. Um, if you think in some way I will not be able to understand it, then I will have to trust you. But I wish to have a. Uh, I wish to have the original transcription that you make of it, and I will keep the book. Cloak uh, then says, uh, I think that's suitable. I would like to suggest two additional caveats. Ca- you know, not a warning so much as sure. conditions. Uh, I'm committed to reading the entirety of this book tonight. Okay. It is important to me for reasons that to lean on the explanation I gave you before, you might not understand. I can understand. I am willing to, in the course of reading through it, read it and tell you what it means to me, and you can transcribe as I do so. That first condition is all right. Was there a second? Or was that uh, two-parter? I guess that was... Those were two. Okay. That, um, well, no, actually, he's saying he's it reading tonight, it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was... Uh, read the entirety of it tonight, and then um, he can trans- transcribe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, he's saying, I'll do this once because it may be taxing for both of us. Sure. Yeah, Mortimer kind of looks and says, All right, well, Jules, I think for now that... Uh, We'll be done studying it. I think we have enough new recordings of it to chart its path, and we can see what we come up with in the morning when you're refreshed. Uh, for now, uh, if you would assist me, um, and Jules and Mortimer, because you know Mortimer is one-handed effectively, um, mm-hmm. basically get out pen and paper and sit with you um, and read over this book. Um, and yeah, you read through it um, start to finish. Um, I can't remember. Have you picked up the merit that we discussed previously? Okay. I'm going to. I wanted this to be the justification. Oh, I like that. Then yes, in that yeah. case, yeah, go ahead and take the take the merit basically now. Yeah. Um, but yes, reading through this is the biggest section of high speed you've ever seen because up until now you guys haven't written anything haven't seen anything haven't heard much other than yeah. speaking with supernals during your awakening so this is mm-hmm. a lot um and there's i imagine cloak goes into this with some confidence um and like you quickly hit that first wall of like Oh boy, um, because language when it's high speech is very clear and precise, but it's one of those things I read an entire sentence and then the next word now has changed the entire context of that sentence. Um, 
and trying to understand the language of it and how it flows. Um, but Jules and Mortimer are working alongside you and there's some grumbles and complaints as they scratch through some stuff and come back through. But by the end of it, you're like, like, I get this. Like, I've got a lot of syntax that I've picked up from here. Uh, and for anybody who's wondering, he's picking up high speech fluency um, as mm-hmm. the merit. Uh, doesn't help you with your casting, just you're real good at speaking and summoning, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And interacting uh-huh. with other mages socially. Ah, right. Because you can you can impress them with your edumacation. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, interacting with the supernal beings is really what he wanted it for. Right. Because... I figured there's going to be some cool shit happening. So, plus, Legba's the great elocutioner, and I thought that if I didn't get it for Cloak, felt like uh, a miss. It would be an oversight. Yeah, I'd be like, "What are you doing? Come on now." Um, the basic rideout is out of you know Treasure Island, though I don't know if that's been mm. published yet. Uh, but um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is a treasure map. Um, and it goes through some absolutely redundant and I dare to say asinine steps like sit and camp for two days in the same place. Um, <laughs> and then you can go. Uh, yeah, so absolutely ridiculous stuff. However, just going to pretend that's fireworks outside. Um it was 1882. Oh, thank you. Uh, but yes, predating uh, Treasure Island. I keep wanting to say Treasure Planet. Um, I mean, it does predate Treasure Planet true. as well. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, of note, and the thing that they keep grumbling about and saying that there's no way this map starts with beneath the full moon. They're like that's not that's not a starting place for a journey, but all that of, makes total sense to me. Right. Yeah. Um, all the directions are relative to your current space. It's not this mountain range or this path. Mm. Um, though some of the directions are like that's potentially problematic when it's like oh yeah go X number of feet you know east, and it's like. But what if that sends you flying off of a cliff? Um, yeah, they they grumble and complain, and Mortimer is like, "There's no way this is correct. We got to scratch that out." And like they're they're absolutely like incensed by this thing, especially because I imagine you are reading this aloud in high speech, you know, especially to start trying to get over yeah. and stuff, which sounds like a bunch of gibberish, and then you. Sp- say this stuff in you know french and they're like what is by the end of the night they are very very frustrated you probably feel some level of elation between having read the book uh perfect recall check um and having really brushed up on your high speech and they're like they look at it and mortimer is like tell me truthfully and like looking into your eyes that is what this said that is what it said like looking at the book and just like rolls his eyes and just like hands you it and said, this is like, I've got the transcription. I cannot Mm -hmm. understand this. Take it. Like, thank you. This is, 
this is this is useless um now because hmm. i imagine legba is not, uh, legba or cloak are not about to explain that hey listen that could be a very valid starting place when you understand things like space um or fate um things that where this totally may work um but yet this well he told him he might not be able to understand the meaning right even after the translation and, so and, he's not going to repeat himself in that regard right and mortimer you know is like you know this is all fair and like believes you let's let's be honest for the couple weeks now it's very clear cloak can't lie for anything like he's his face is pretty readable um if you know terminator smile uh aside but it's like yeah sure take this like it's it is useless to us if it works for you and your coven then you know you are welcome to it and like they're still irritated that they've you know that they've had this thing well mortimer specifically has had this thing for so long and it is useless um uh but in summary for you all um this map between it stops and starts and back and forth and stuff like that and some of the distances because some of the distances are like 10 20 feet this direction others are like okay now travel for miles uh mm-hmm. now camp in this place for a couple days this is easily a week's long journey if not potentially more depending on you know like oh we need to traverse this distance and it's like well it's going to take us a week to cross that canyon to get over to that point um if we're talking about that literally unless they mean go 300 feet down this scraggly steep cliff um you know how are we supposed to translate this um so yeah it will be a serious journey and uh into the west arc are we going into the west? Or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whenever you guys are like, oh, okay, let's go figure what this thing does. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, awesome. Woo! Yeah, cloak mm-hmm. is definitely elated by this. And how late at night is this? Uh, that will determine where he goes next. At, at this point, it's like we're pushing like <laughs> the witching hour, the proper like three to four a.m. Okay then there is one more thing he wants to do. Sure. Um, so I'd like to make, ask a quick out-of-character question. Um, do you think it'd be great utility for a cloak to try and scrutinize using the mind arcanum of heartache at some point? It doesn't have to be tonight. I'm not suggesting you do it in this session. Run that by me again? Sorry, yeah. Uh, do you think cloak will find utility in scrutinizing the the scrutinizing heartache with um, the mind arcanum. Oh. Using mind. I, I, I heard you say mind. Would you find relevant? No, no. Yeah, I heard relevant mind, but I was thinking of mm-hmm. a an arcana that one has mind. Oh, the mind arcanum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you win Minecraft. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. just like, what are you talking about? Um, no. At this point, you basically have, I, I gave you, especially Great. with that exceptional, cool. what you can Fantastic. get as a Mestigos. Yeah. Wonderful. Excellent. That's what I was trying to confirm. Thank you for answering that question. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and I also don't want Cloak to stay up there in a few hours and also Ralph um, to be wasting time. We want to switch to other characters and things like that. Um, so th- there is one last thing, which probably isn't going to take very long. Um, he's probably going to stay where he is 
Oh, no, no, actually, he'd go down into the ritual space in the mines, the, the clean space, not the space with ruin, the meditation spot. Um, and he's going to try and check on Sanite. And having gone through this process of going into somebody else's Oniros, reaching across and connected to Theo, um, he thinks he could finally, at this point, he understands, he knows that she's sleeping and he knows what she's going to be about. He can think about it. He thinks he's going to be able to enter her dreams or at least view them. And he wants to try. Sure. Is So is, he's going to cast his first sympathetic spell. Yeah. Um, and rather than roll it, Spend the mana. Cool. Let's just do it. Yep. Great. Uh, especially because uh, I imagine, well, actually, probably doesn't do it virtually, but yeah, uh, the reach plus, you know, the, the mana for it. And yeah, you are able to reach out across, um, across the connection to Sanite and view into her dreams, you know, kind of like looking into the bubble and it has her meditating. Um, and you get a little bit of an inception vibe and in the fact that she thinks of herself meditating. So she is meditating. Uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So that, that was his obsession. Yep. I, I knew it was there. I was like, hang on. You're going to meditate there. Or you're going to cast the spell finally. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, 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 that It's solidified for him. Oh my gosh. All of these things together and seeing space and stuff like that. So thanks. Yep. Which brings us to Sunday morning. Everybody gets mm-hmm. willpower, except for <laughs> except for Isabel. <laughs> um, uh, I think Isabel gives up on sleeping at one mm-hmm. point, and realizing it's not going to happen, finds a candle and some paper and ink, mm-hmm. and uh, starts essentially just stream of consciousness thinking about all these different things and how they could apply relevantly to her uh, to her craft as mm, it were okay um, and um, knowing that she won't have access to all these things and stuff like that um, she starts focusing in on the different ways that forces life and spirit show up when she's looking and like when it cycles to another mm-hmm world and stuff like that what does life look like uh, from pandemonium side kind of thing right and so with a um more well-rounded cyclical view of life um she jots down uh spends time uh drawing a rune um and it's essentially a, a tree where the kind of like the um what is it? The the Norse symbol for Idrisil? Uh, uh, Idrisil, where the the branches come down and the roots go up and form mm-hmm. a thing, oh, yeah. but more of uh, more separated and essentially forming small patterns of uh, infinity all throughout. Cool. And I don't think she knows that symbol or if it's even been invented mm-hmm. yet, but it sort of shows up in more of a like a high speech way. I dig that. Uh-oh. Yep. Is this in preparation for something um, or just a? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, just a preparation of how uh, uh, a rune for body control could look. I like Ooh, that. Cool. I like that. Um, cool. Um, uh, everybody else passes through the night and into the morning with a Isabel basically not necessarily being well. Actually. Um, 
sunup happens and everything kind of fades from her sight. Um, and, you know, shortly thereafter, it's like, oh, finally I can rest. And you hear Madame Robert ro knocking on the door. Come on, wake up. And it's just like, fuck. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't think she ever like, especially if it starts getting light mm -hmm. at that point, she just and I don't think that she'd be tired mentally, mentally strange. Sure. Oh, yeah. Physically yeah, tired. body control no, because yeah. because body control has kept her. You know, she hasn't gotten hungry yet. She hasn't gotten, you know. Right. Or whatever uh, so, of note so she just starts putting on her makeup and yeah. getting ready uh, and isabel does not get sick no vomit awesome. no, no no sudden stomach cramp uh, yeah body control just handles that shit uh yeah puny puny little uh you know fallen magic potion get fucked <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, put it on your makeup. Madame Robert greets you, you know, good morning, sunshine. It's just like, yep. Yep. Uh, and down you guys go to get the day ready um, uh, for head off to church. Oh, yes, actually, very true. Uh, for Theo and Catherine, um, uh, night passes pretty uneventful, um, especially if you are sleeping out in under the stars, you know, sun's going to wake you up real well. Um, mm. And uh, uh, hour or so after sun up, Rilla wakes um, and is, is babbling and speaking in high speech. Uh, of note, she's not moving at that incredible speed again. Um, and almost seems like she is seeing like you and Catherine um, and kind of, you know, moving around you and talking, sometimes talking to you the way, you know, was talking to uh, uh, Gisela at one point um, and it's just firing off and you get the, the that same bit that Gisela got with, I don't understand any of this, you know, except for every other word um, and she her specifically because I didn't bring it up before her glossolia seems to be this shifting melange of numerous different languages. She's giving you Spanish, French, Latin, English, and, you know, the languages that you recognize are that still that's not a real word, but it sure sounds like it belongs in Spanish. Um, yeah, it is. But I understand it as still high speech, right? Oh, yeah, definitely recognize it as high okay. speech. Because you occasionally grab one of these, you know, a couple of these different words here and there, but without proper context or the other half of the conversation, it's just like, wait, hang on, what are you talking about? The sun in the morning, what? <laughs> yes, the sun is us. <laughs> so if I respond to her in high speech, is she able to process that and recognize that somebody's talking to her? Nope. <laughs> Okay. Um, for the All most right. part, um, the you know morning is kind of normal-ish. You just kind of have to keep an eye on Rilla, who seems to be walking about, and you know, as you know, you and Giza kind of prepped her uh, for Catherine. She's oh yeah, she's seeing some things right now. Everything is kind of you know what you would expect, except for the part where she just 
plows over Valosia. It's not rough or mean. She just doesn't seem to have any sense that Valosia is there. Whoa. Oh my gosh. There's a stumble and fall and really gets back up and is dusting herself off and looking for what happened. And Valosia, who's been like very... I imagine interested in what is what you know what the older girl is doing, um, and I think it's probably this turn that Rilla did and just walks over her and just feet get tangled up and you know small girl and falls. That's a lot to process. Maybe we can change scenes for a moment. Absolutely, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, because that's definitely a. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yep. Uh, I imagine over in the Bauer household, everybody's getting up and getting ready for church. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing too unusual there. Uh, <laughs> Mike in chat says fight time. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think this is Craig <laughs> slash uh, Theo struggling with several different mama bear impulses and trying to figure out how to take care of everybody at once. Uh, so yeah, she has been cut off from the supernal. Or something. No longer exists. Yep. Um, and then uh, Ralph, I believe, you know, as uh, mentioned, the cult kind of enjoys their time of you know being together and stuff like that. And Cloak is just Cloak, or actually with them, Legba, and probably is starting to like hammer in the like, yes, I look like Cloak, but I am not Cloak, kind of thing, right? Cool. Yeah, and, and we also said that we, that was going to be more abrupt once Sanite finished her ah, initiation. That's right. Okay. That's what we, at least that's what we said first, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that could be different depending upon the outcome. We still don't know what's going to happen to her, right? Right. But yeah, that's so. correct. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yep. Um, so, um, but otherwise, yes, uh, most everybody heads off to church um, as it is Sunday. It is the Lord's Day, and so we will you know, proceed in a normal orderly fashion, save for perhaps what is over at the camp. I want to try to find Isabel. Pretty easy and to spot. check on her and see struggles from like so. How are you doing? Better. Back to you. Normal. Okay. There's only a giant wolf following me now. <laughs> I think um, any action towards what we discussed last night might be rather hasty. Yeah, I've thought about it some and tried to see if I could find anything. At least I want to talk through it with everyone first and make a more solid plan. Perhaps the first thing that we draw here should be one that we intend to work with rather than remove. Do you think we could bring through your wolf? Not it seems because someone made them a life thing. <laughs> I don't know who did that. 
<laughs> it seems it most really amenable to helping us. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't believe I have the understanding necessary for that yet. Okay. I also today, since we have part of the day free, I wanted to see about visiting the cave again. Mm -hmm. Seems like a good day to make a trek and start trying to make it accessible. Certainly. Of note in church today, uh, the priest is speaking on the story of Jesus casting the demon Legion into the pigs. All right. And sending them off a cliff. Anyways. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, right. Craig, you, you, you good there, bud? So uh, just to clarify, mm -hmm. Rilla is interacting, like is aware of... Catherine and myself. Mm -hmm. Everything. And horses and furniture and everything except for Volosia. She can't see her. So definitely first instinct is that, you know, comfort Volosia, make sure everything's okay, but like not the helicopter parent sort of way. Just, mm -hmm. you know, thumb up, you're good. Okay, you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, at this uh, point now, Valosia is very curious because now, because yeah. Valosia has seen drunk people before, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, that is definitely very curious. And gives a whole different complexion to the situation with Volosia. So that's, we'll put it in that one to sort of negotiate. Um, so I'll just make sure I keep Volosia near me while Rilla is still wandering around mm -hmm. and, and trying to keep her contained. Right. And to be clear, camp, so to Rilla is not just like this random walking. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know, walk over here, talk. She sits at a stool for a while and like when proffered food, sees it and like eats. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but some of, you know, and like when you do that, you know, her eyes are kind of wide and surprised and like hesitant and careful as if <laughs> I don't know, the food is floating towards her or something. Uh, you know, her perceptions right. are very different than, you know, what we see or that rather that you see. Um, yeah, Velosia definitely is not, you know, in any way bugged by this. It was an accident, wasn't, you know, intentional and stuff like that. But she's very mm -hmm. now she's very curious. It went from this, you know, woman is walking around and talking weird to this woman is walking around and tripping over things. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean, it's no big deal for anyone else, but it's definitely a significant event for Theo. Right. And that's a thing that bears from looking into. But I, I don't think there's anything Theo's going to want to do about it now. Just sort of put a pin in it as something to look into more later. Absolutely. Uh, definitely some breadcrumbs are to follow. Um, <laughs> so I'll keep Theo, uh, I'll keep Loja close as we're going through the morning and kind of waiting for Gisela to show up. Okay. Um, yeah. So church, people come out. Um, yeah, the afternoon and, you know, evenings are, you know, yours. Well, except for, except for Isabel. She's got a, you know, poor drinks. 
It's okay. That spell had a day long duration. Oh, that's true. I, I'm good right. for now. When this spell ends, <laughs> I'm a crash. That's true. Yep. Yeah, definitely need some sleep tonight. Um, yeah, I guess after like church and then everything else, like, um, would run up towards the barracks to see if we could get cloaks help with the the mine or the uh, cave the mine or the cave yeah cool yeah because you you're necessary for getting us there without being watched is that and then Isabel saw cloak do this cool trick with the wall <laughs> <laughs> well there was a hole there to get through so there's a hole to get through into the cave as well it's full of water so There are things we can do. Yep. Now that the fact is, speaking of that, the cave is full of water. There you go. <laughs> like that's... yeah. Um. Huh. Well, Cloak has some thoughts about that too. So, uh, which you guys can walk and talk on your walk out that way. Uh, do you guys yeah. go by? And just swing by and get the uh, yeah. Right. And he's Cloak's going to get some tools. Okay. Considering you know he's not immediately thinking someone's going to cast a shaping spell, mm -hmm. right? You get a sh shovel. You get a pick. You get a, sh a pick. Pickaxe yeah, pick pickaxe. Just a simple mining tool. Mm -hmm. Probably a shovel too. All right, shovel would help. Um, on the way there, can we keep our eye open for a rabbit or something? Something small and furry and alive. <laughs> Crank. <laughs> you hungry? What's that? You hungry? Not exactly. Something I've been meaning to try. Okay. Do you voice this to Isabel? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can probably see like a bird. I think I'm going to need it like in, to be able to put my hands on it. But maybe not. Uh, depending on your purpose, uh, but probably. What do you wish to do with it? Um... I've been thinking of extending the scouring that we've been able to do. Mm. And uh, I wanted to see if I could scour from something else with a pattern. I asked you to do that to me when you were injured before and you declined. Right. Um, because I, I, I felt that that wouldn't be a, like a one for one transaction. It would take more from you than I would get from it. Then what will happen to this animal if you try it to it? Um, I expect that it would be killed. <laughs> um, Isabel just hears a vague impression of growling behind her. <laughs> I don't know if that is a good idea. I well, thought that we made an agreement not to use our magic in harmful ways. I mean, we killed them to eat. But we don't do it with magic. I believe it... I believe Madame or Senora Pilar was quite insistent 
on the importance of this, and it was also consistent with my own preferences. I mean, hunting's hunting, right? Yeah, on the surface, I don't like it, but thinking it through, I I mean, we we eat them. Why not? But we don't. Use them in other ways. And finding out if I can make it work or not might be useful in an emergency, for example. To know that we have this as a possible resource to drop on. I'm not planning on sacrificing, like my mother used to sacrifice chickens every now and then for things that were really important. But I'm not planning on doing that on a regular basis, but I want to see if I can do it. Well, I have sacrificed animals many times in the context of practicing Vodun. So I'm not unfamiliar with the concept or suggesting that it's something um, abhorrent to do so. I was bringing up that we agreed in the context of working our will, and it feels different to me if I were to take other members of Les Enfants through a practice and we were to, when I were to slice the throat of a chicken and pour its blood into a vessel to contain it for that right, that does not feel like the same thing. But we don't know, so I was just voicing a perspective based on the conversation we recently had about how we were going to work together. Isabel reaches back into her sort of pouch that she's got on the mm-hmm. back and hands you one of her guns. Mm. Says, if you hunt it, I'm okay with it. Um, Show dominance and then use your magic. Okay. We just happen to be slightly higher in the food chain now. And it's like, just like for a minute there, she dips down into like, not even like Petricor, but just like full Thirsh. This is like, yep. If you're going to do it, do it. Now, I'm not going to catch an it for out of you. Character <laughs> clarif- <laughs> a, a out of character clarification of what Petricor Isabel has said. By hunt it, do you mean chase it down and then hit it with a bullet and then it's okay to use magic? Or... Because if if I the I mean the gun is a the gun is a, a prop for the mm-hmm. argument right like hunt it in whatever way you will a snare a a gun grabbing it with your bare hands if you're able but physically prove that you deserve to take the life of this animal catch it I mean I have snares um. Okay. I am curious if it will so, render the nourishment of the animal useless. That's what I'm wondering too. I think it might need to be intact. For no, I mean, uh, if you magic. pull the magic out, can we then still eat it, or is mm. it useless? So that's a two sides to that question. Can we draw mana from something that's already been? Um rendered lifeless. Or can we eat something that you've drawn mana from? Exactly. Alright, well let's Because if set you up can, a... then I have zero problem with this. So how about we set up a... Yeah, and you, you hand the gun to Theo and she... Like, it's obvious that she 
doesn't have a lot of experience holding guns. It's like, okay, never mind, I'm <laughs> so taking this just... back. <laughs> Maybe we'll yeah. set up a snare and... Well, and perhaps I will hunt with you while these two work on our entry to the cave. Alright. Um, Considering that Legba here has not brought four pickaxes. Well, I'm pretty confident I can get us <laughs> into the space myself. Um, mm. But we can certainly do it the hard way, I suppose. Won't be hard for me. Fair enough. How are we dealing with the water, though? <laughs> Thank you, um, voice of reason. If you can, if you can get me nice. over top of okay. it, we can just bypass the water entirely. Uh, say that the water does fill into the chamber. It's oh. full of the cavern. It's yeah, yeah. It's not it, all it is the built. way up to the top because there is some exit. But yeah, it definitely does kind of rise and fall, kind of with the flow of the river. There's enough space, or no? But what Cloak says is, if there is enough space for us to be in the cavern at any point, there will always be enough space. For us to be in the cavern. Just standing in water. Um, it's also easy enough for me just to push the water aside. Mm. Fish lift there. How would you do that? Well, I can just create a space where the water won't be able to flow into. Mm. The fish would go out with it and then there would be like a water wall in front of us. But the space that we want would still be accessible. When did you learn to do this? It's, I've been working on manipulation of matter and objects. It, mm. It's a, it, it, it's a, a, and she'll use a supernal word for ruling. I can tell the water that it doesn't belong in this space. Oh. And it will be water right up until the boundary that I set for it, then the rest would be open air. Which, by the way, I'm going to say, in terms of decor of your hallow, it's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a built-in aquarium. <laughs> it's a reverse aquarium in a way, if we're standing <laughs> yes, inside. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Fish will come by and drop some, some, some nom-noms for you. <laughs> we'll call it hallow Bioshock. Yep. Uh, uh, no, um, Rapture. I wish you. I yeah, wish we you call were. it Rapture. We call it Rapture. That's, yeah. yeah, that's right. What am I saying? I wish you well in telling the river what to do. <laughs> I'm not telling the river. I'm just telling the water in it, in this one space. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I, I think you mentioned that there was a. I don't imagine she thinks that the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll have you there to negotiate if we need to. I'm sure she'll love to see you again. <laughs> she got paid last time. She's not mad. Um, cool. Um, of note, you spoke to the river. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no. Go ahead. No, because that that's true. Uh, like these these are the conversation bits that I'm totally here for, and I don't. Yeah. Great. Okay. What did you say, Ralph? So yeah. So cloak cloak ass. You spoke to the river. Made a deal with her. You made a deal with the river. Yes. 
She. Yes. Hmm. Her spirit. Will we be able to interact with her? If I allow you to. Hmm. Just as before. Well, if you consider it necessary at any point, I'm quite willing to experience that again. Otherwise, I trust your judgment. Hopefully. Because we're like kind of up on a hill, right? Uh, oh, wait, like up mm-hmm. in the river a bit. Uh, hopefully up here we'll be fine. Hmm. Yeah. You guys kind of make your way down and find the... She can't... Uh, she can't... She would have difficulty. Influencing us outside of her waters. We are digging down into her waters. Um, of note, right. um, and this is just a, a thing that I believe uh, Isabel would have picked up. The waters that flow into that cavern are not hers. They're no longer. It's not part okay, of. It's good. not part of the Purgatorio. At that point, it's now descended down yeah, into some underground cistern cave waters. Sure. Uh, okay, she was just blocking our way in. Mm-hmm. The, basically. the, the, sp- okay. the space that the water flew through. Yep. And yes, I appreciate, as I said, uh, you know, hey, Ralph, that's the last least insane things to happen in the past 10 hours. Oh, you talked to a river? <laughs> Listen, we've, we've had a lot of other stuff going on. You're, you're freaking out about talking to the river? Sister, sister, and oh my god, you both out. That's great. (laughs) Also, from Cloak's perspective, spirits, come on. It's weird, right? (laughs) It's like a plane that's far away. It might as well be here. I mean, the distance is a lie. (laughs) Everything seems right into Mastigo's land. Um, So, yes, uh, we kind of settle in with you four arriving at the space where uh, Gisela had marked, um, you know, set out two big old sticks crossed unnaturally in the middle of the uh, middle of the prairie grass, basically. Um, the actual entrance is, you know, a couple dozen feet off uh, towards the river, um, and you're standing. How, how far down below space. the surface was the hollow? Um, it was like six feet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very far right. to dig. Okay. Like six or yeah. ten, right? Uh, yeah. Six or ten down under the earth, and then there would be a drop down into the water. So I'll go Sorry, like about 15 feet away from where she made her mark. And then I was going to do a shaping to create some stairs leading into the earth. I dig it. And we will save that for next week. Sure. Um, also because, hey, uh, Chris, uh, what is Isabel going to be doing? <laughs> so, I was kind of hoping we'd get into mm-hmm. it. Into mm-hmm. the space. Um, I can make a string stamina roll to open it. I was, I was going to have Isabel semi-accidentally fall through to the other side of the gauntlet. Oh, oh cool! So, yeah, that's definitely what we will have happen uh, next week, and uh, Chris, you and I, we can hash out uh, 
what what little bit because let's be honest tomorrow or tomorrow next week may only take a couple hours in character and then you come mm-hmm. back out and go oh my god guys uh <laughs> so many little gods uh so yep. yes i i really dig that and they all want sun chips <laughs> they all want sun chips <laughs> um uh now i want sun chips, sun chips are harvest cheddar man every every time uh, that's a good choice. Cult is anonymous. Sponsored by originals. Them. Originals great too. Originals pretty good. <laughs> Garden, Garden salt is is no, no. Okay, well that's Garden fine. Salt is fine. No, it's, it's, see, so this good. is this is what I love. I love finding people who have the wrong chip choice because I can be like, <laughs> they can they eat give... the ones in the multi pack that you don't want. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, by the way, if you're ever it's like Cool Ranch Doritos, gross. Wow. Gross. Gross. Wow. Fire. Give them to me. I put them right in the trash. <laughs> Uh, okay. Let's do that. Look, just, we are, we are a gamer positive space. Mm-hmm. We fully support everyone's choice to chip you know, and ship abide their sacred rights of the gamer fuel of your choice. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna as yuck, I'm not gonna yuck you honest, but I gotta be honest. Sometimes I buy bags of Cool Ranch and so I can throw them in the trash. Oh lord, Ralph. Great. Oh. Well. We're going to have to talk about this hostile work environment. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for joining us before we get really loopy here. Or continue being loopy. Um, it was a blast to have you all with us and join us in our journey into the West. Uh, also, hey, Lord of the Rings fans. Um, I think about you every time. Um, but uh, yes, um, thank you very much for joining us. It is a blast to have you. Please join us on Discord, yeet into dot space. Uh, it always amuses me. People are like, I watched 100 something episodes of The Rookery and I finally decided to join Discord. I'm like, A, why'd you wait so long? You should have been here. And B, I understand your trepidation. We are a little bit weird. But if you made it this far into the show, we're probably your kind of weird. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, we, be honest. we we very welcome you. It is A-OK to come hang out, talk with us, yell about stuff. If we got stuff wrong, be nice. But let us, you know, let us know and remind us. Uh, don't remind us about stuff we got wrong in the rookery. It's not going to help. Um, <laughs> a little bit past that. Um, but it is, you know, it is a very good place for you to come hang out. Um, and talk about the show, talk about your game, uh, talk about birds, talk about food, talk about shipping choices. <laughs> Don't do that one, please, <laughs> honestly. Uh, the right ships. You know who yes. you are, the thing. Right oh, yes. It came up this week. Actually, was that today? Yesterday? Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. So, some of you people. Uh, anyways, uh, if you want to support us monetarily, uh, that is patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club. Also, Discord is eat into dot space. I can't remember if I said that. Um, and um, also, just because it is relevant, because it just went up today, we have some new uh, designs in the shop. Um, we, we have Amendable to Witchcraft. We also have the End of the West it's uh, really design. Yeah, the Amendable to Witchcraft is very good. Uh, watch social media and Discord and stuff like that, because I will be posting a cool little hey, we're a store a uh, little post of, hey, new designs, and it there's going to be a sale. It's like $15 for T-shirts and 10% off everything or something like that. It's going to run for a couple weeks. So um, do check that out. Starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm, right? Correct. Uh, so YouTube guys right now, Twitch guys tomorrow at like 12, 13 hours from now. Time's 13 up. hours from now. Uh, 
tomorrow yep. at time zone. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's that. And you don't have to get shirts. You can get mugs. You can get little badges. I think they still are selling uh, masks, which, by the way, even after COVID and your vaccine, We're still useful. And yes, still wear a mask. Um, but also like all sorts of other cute stuff. Um, I, and I believe, as Ash mentioned, I believe they have stickers. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah. Um, boom, 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 boom. And yeah, I guess that is about it. We will see you next time, friends. Hey, everybody. See you next time.